Welcome back, Golden Globus Theater. This is just another Or is it week. Golden Globus Theater? I don't know. I'm having... What's real? What's what's fake? What What is real? What is not fake? Uh, you know, if you're going to be doing a movie based on a PKD novel... You should you should have some memory issues going on. I have, oh, I have plenty of episode. Oh. Yeah. Jesus Christ. That's why I figured out what my problem is. I just have total non-total recall. You have non-total recall. I went to recall and they fucked my brain up. They, oh, my God. I had a uh, schizoid embolism. A schizoid embolism. I love how they <laughs> throw that word around nonstop. Fantastic. Murray, give us a little background on that song there. Because this... It's just... I. Hey, if Mullins, if you're listening, I know you love those novelty bands. This is a band called Austrian Death Machine who just do songs about Schwarzenegger uh, movies. Various character, yeah. Yeah, and uh, I think it's one of those, like, he, it's a side project of one of those, like, 2000 metal bands that I don't like. Like, I don't know what you, I don't, it's not emo, I don't know what, but whatever's going on in the 2000s for metal. New metal? No, I would say it's... it's That wasn't new metal for no, sure. No, it's yeah. kind of like whatever happened in the aughts, whatever that decade, the yeah. first... That's what was going on. It's that guy. I want to say the lead, the guy who's like who does this. I think he hired a guy to kill his wife, and he went to prison. Oh that. shit! Okay, she didn't die, but he was hired. He got busted. Hired. I feel like time. I heard about. Um, yeah, maybe I think I that's just... the guy. I don't know because I don't know. I stopped listening to music in 1992, so I don't know. Smart. Two years after this movie came out, <laughs> right. you were done with music. Speaking of music, I was really irked by the theme to this. It's such a ripoff of the Conan fucking song. I'd even notice. It was, I, I noticed. I love the Conan one. And yeah. I was like, where did this motherfucker get off? Like, <laughs> so hey, I didn't like that. Hey, music wasn't a forte. Griff, I did see this one in the theaters. You, I, you know Schwarzenegger's my guy. Schwarzenegger, of I course, I saw every guy. 80s Schwarzenegger movie in the theater, but Conan the Barbarian, because I was too young for that. Too one. young, okay. And but, you, yeah. it's hard to get your mom to take you to a fantasy movie. Sci-fi yeah. movie. Yeah, my mom's a sci-fi nerd. Yeah. So if it's got a Vulcan in it. <laughs> Anyone with some weird ears in a spaceship, she right. is there. <laughs> exactly. Uh, I wish you would have gotten your mom's feelings on this movie because I'm. She uh, probably wouldn't even remember. It. She's got like, total re- nobody is non total recall too. It's a, it's a family trait. Oh no, that's well, it's a thirty good. year old movie. Come on, right? You know, she, like this is the first time I've seen this movie all the way through in thirty years. Yeah, it's been a long time since I actually watched this movie. I don't remember when the last time I watched this movie, but um, it might have been around the time because a dear friend of ours gave it to me and uh, gave me the collection of short stories that this was based on because, uh, Murray, which is the cooler title? Total Recall or We Can Remember It For You Wholesale? The last one is more clever, but I think if you're selling action movie, yeah, you, you can't, recall. you can't do, you can't do uh, that. Yeah. It's like Blade Runner, and then Hook, do, uh, do, do Electric Sheep Dream, do, <laughs> do, do Electric Sheep Dream of or something like that. Do uh, Electric Sheep Dream? Uh, yeah, I don't do, remember the name do of it. Robots Dream of Electric Sheep or something. Like I think that? that was it. I think that was something it. Like I have that. a beautiful uh, the comic co- uh, version of it. I got, I got that, but it's stowed away. I actually don't have that novel. I have seventeen. And then my short story collection, PKD novels. I love Dick. We know that. I love the Dick. And, of course, this is Philip K. Dick. We can remember for you wholesale. This is, of course, a short story. Very short, according to you. Yes. I'll give you the broad strokes here. This is maybe 15 pages. Um, so Quaid has a boring desk job. He's not a fucking uh, miner. Construction worker. Yeah, construction worker. Jack Yep. 
But uh, so the, you'll see the movie. What keeps was track. he doing? It was like he was just in like a gravel pit, like jackhammer. It was just shit. a way to flex. Exactly. That's all it is. Yeah. That's all it is. And then they had to shoehorn Harry into it. You know, right. a, a guy who a poor man's Danny DeVito. Exactly. Exactly. So he's got a boring desk job. He's thinking about you know Mars and all that bullshit. But he's uh, he goes to recall because he's like, I want to go to Mars. I gotta go to Mars. And so he goes there. They have the schizoid embolism, and they're like, "Fuck, we got to get rid of this guy." So of course they give him half his money, and try to erase all the memories, dump him into a cab, and it's in the cab going back home that he's like, he actually remembers Is it a Johnny Cab. It is not a Johnny Cab. You mean a John DeHart Cab? Johnny DeHart Cab. Johnny DeHart okay. Cab. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it is not. They don't have a name for it. I don't okay. believe. So he he's driving back, but he remembers going to recall. So he goes back home. There's no fight with the uh, with the coworker Harry. He just gets right back home, and he's just like really caught on. You know, he's in a fog now. And he goes through his desk where he finds a box, and there's some kind of weird illegal Mars fauna. And that, like, triggers his memories. And so he gets into a fight with his wife and, you know, again, about Mars and everything. So she, um, disip- you know, just, like, walks out on him. And as she's walking out, these agents come in to fight him because he's got a tele... <laughs> what do they call it? This is- I should remember this, but it's been a while since I read a Philip K. Dick book. Uh, telecommun- telepathic uh, telecommunicator. In his brain, which we do get to see. And so as he uh, is confronted by these agents, he starts to remember his past life. He starts getting total recall. And so he beats the shit out of the people. But then he's like, what the fuck do I do now? And through that telepathic communicator, his old commander chirps in. He's like, hey, what's up, bud? What's going on? I see you've murdered some people. I can help you out. And so they're like talking over what his next move is going to be. And Quaid suggests, why don't I just go have Total Recall again? And he's like, you know what? Yeah. Why don't you? So they meet up. He's going to get Total Recall again. And they ask him, what kind of fantasy are we going to implant? Because we see it in this movie too. It's like you can choose what to implant. And so he's like, you know, I have this dream where this small rodent-like alien race comes to Earth, and I befriend them. They're super superior in technology, and they're going to blow up the Earth, but my friendship endears them to us. So while I'm alive, they won't blow up the planet. And so they're like, that's fucking really narcissistic, but whatever, we'll do it. And so they're like going to implant it, and then they realize this is real life. There's really... A rodent alien race on Earth that was going to explode it until he that will explode it after he dies. So that's it. So you'd say like a common theme with Philip K. Dick is like what is reality, what is fantasy, hundred percent. Am I real? Am I fake? Hundred percent. Like okay. he's got a few. I think one of the few movies he has out there that might not be a hundred percent like that is I think he did Screamers was based on one of his. I haven't I haven't seen that. But a lot of his works are, are yeah, very much, who the fuck am I? Is this a dream? You know, he loves Yes, the big questions in life. Oh, Why are like, we here? He liked to do a robot identity stuff, again, with Blade Runner. It's like that was the whole thing of that, you know? Wait, wasn't the AI aware that they were AI? Yes, they were aware. Okay. It's been a while. Well, if you believe Harrison Ford was a replicant, then he didn't know. 
That's oh. always a thing. Was that a was, thing? Was he or wasn't he? I, I think the, the consensus is he was a replicant. Really? Yes. I didn't. I never got that. I've watched it, but I've never really like studied it like that, I guess. And I've never read the book either. I want to point out, too, this is like a really star-studded movie as far as you got Paul Verhoeven directing it, the classic RoboCop. Yeah. Hot off a of RoboCop when he's doing this. He did Starship Troopers, too. And we got Rob Boutine doing the special effects. The guy who did the Thing special effects and oh, the Howling special effects. That makes sense. A great practical effect. I, oh, the, the the fucking people in Mars were great. Those yeah. puppets. Oh my god, there's so I. This movie just endeared the fuck out of me. It's been a while since I saw it, and as I was watching, I was just like, "This is what I fucking love in sci-fi. I don't like the sleek shit. I like this industrial. Like we're just pounding it out, you know." Yeah, Boy. I agree with you. I don't like that's one of the things that kind of turns me off about a lot of science fiction. It's very sterile. Yeah. Very you know, antiseptic, I guess. I don't know what I'm That's saying. what I don't like about Westworld and that kind of shit. Right. Is it's uh, it's just, a, it looks like an Apple store, basically. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And this is it just looks like you're It doesn't look lived in. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And everything about this, especially Mars, just felt like it had that blue collar, we're just trying to huff it out kind of bullshit. Right, because that's what it would be, because these are just asshole, like, miners. Like, they're like oil people. They're like, do it as cheap as possible. Yes. Even the cars reminded me of it. It's if fucking uh, the South African Tesla guy was able, Elon Musk. Musk... Was able to go to Mars and colonize it. This yeah, would be him. He probably is using this as a blueprint. He might be. I is mean, his, look his, at the cars that are his, in there and look at that truck he fucking displayed. Elon it's, Kohagen? Yeah. He's, he, he definitely stole the fucking idea for the cars from this movie. 100%. Next thing you know, with his robot cars, he's like, yeah, I put these guys in there. They're called Benny Be Goods. And they're going to be the drivers for his automatic cars. That sounds great. Oh, I'm going to love that future. better, Griff? The trailer for this movie. Everybody... Sit back, inject yourself with something. And, and plant yourself with something? And plant yourself with something. Plant yourself with this this great trailer for Total Recall. Arrest that woman! Quaid. Cut. Get ready for a surprise! We can't let him run around. He knows too much. They've got your bug. I get a lock. There! And the bug's in your skull. Take this thing out of the case and stick it up your nose. Don't worry. It's self-guiding. Got him. I lost him. Welcome to Mars. You got a lot of nerve showing your face around here. Look who's talking. They erased your identity and implanted a new one. If I'm not me, who the hell am I? He's got a hologram! Welcome to Johnny Cab. Drive. Where can I take you tonight? Please fasten your seatbelt. I want Quaid delivered alive for reimplantation. That's for making me come to Mars. You wouldn't hurt me. After all, we're married. Consider that a divorce. (laughs) 
hope you enjoyed the ride. Alright, welcome back. Now that that trailer has been implanted, let's implant your brain for the next four and a half hours or however long it takes us to get through this whole beautiful film. If we're off the start, we're at Mars. Red Planet. This is just like how, you know, they, the trope with Mexico is it's foggy, you know, whenever they do modern. Like, when Breaking Bad would go down to Mexico, it somehow had a haze on it. It's a filthy country. Mars has always got to be, like, super, super red, but I doubt it. Maybe it would look like that. I don't know. Well, yeah, it's red. Okay. I'm not an astronaut. I'm I have no idea what, what I'm if, not a part of... Uh, I don't know a, what the sky would be. I, does Mars have an atmosphere? Like, I No, think, I don't think it does. Because I would think if you don't, it would just be like space. This is a question for our newest um, post in the military, Space Force, which um, just... The was, Guardians? The Guardians. The uh, units are going to be called Guardians. Of our galaxy? Oh, my God. I love it. And you even had the perfect... You set it up perfectly. Trump was probably working with some kind of investors who wanted a label it yeah, that just way. Some ad agency has nothing to do with it. And you know, know he's going to take 100% credit for that because right. he loves that shit. Just like when he was like, we're redesigning the plane. And he had all these cutouts of planes. And he's like, look at the planes. He's so stupid. I'm sorry, Mars. We're on Mars. We see our hero. Doug, I want to say Dennis Quaid for a second. Douglas I know, Quaid. I know. I have a hard time. Quail And Quaid. a very mysterious Latin woman. Mm-hmm. And they're in spacesuits, and they're just walking around on the surface of Mars. Enjoying the fucking... They're going on a hike. Yeah. Mars is just a beautiful place to hike. And, and Schwarzenegger's just not looking where he's going. So he slips, and he falls, and he busts open the faceplate of his spacesuit. Yeah, and we start to see his face bulging we up. We get that great Rob Boutine practical effects. Oh, it's so good. Eyes just bugging. <laughs> teaching us Tongue that... Tongue shooting out. Teaching us that, in fact, Mars is not terraformed yet completely. Yes, you so cannot breathe on Mars. Greg. You cannot breathe. Even in this... Uh, Murray, again, we're supposed to be in the future, so yeah. you don't know. It's the <laughs> setting that rule for well, you. Well, why would you be wearing a spacesuit if you could? It's a good point. It's like uh, that one. It was one of those less alien movies where they land on a planet and they have their spacesuits. And this guy just like, it looks like there's an atmosphere here, and just takes off his fucking helmet. Yeah. I mean, you you gotta. You gotta like, hey, it was. I think you gotta teach the uh, audience. So we're like, holy shit, Schwarzenegger's gonna die in the first two minutes of the movie? That's crazy. What are they gonna do? Total Recall his brain into a shell or something? No. What they're gonna do is. <laughs> it was a nightmare. Chris. Oh man. And it's the end. he wakes up to a dream because he's got the sexy Sharon Stone lying in bed right now. Schwarzenegger completely buck acts naked. Yeah. He's got a little sheet over his junk. Just a little sheet. And she's wearing like a, like a slip kind of thing. Yeah, out. some kind of negligee or something. It was lacy a bit. And then there was a tiny little fucking thing holding holding the the breasts in. Right. And she's like, what's what's the matter? Is that dream again? It had to be that dream again. And he's like, it was the dream was it the brunette? Is it the brunette again? Apparently, I don't know why you would tell tell your spouse about this. There was a super hot girl in the dream. You would, oh my god! You know the way girl, hotter than you. You know how I always describe my perfect woman, A forty one. That's L- what I'm thinking. Sleazy, of. but yet demure, demure. <laughs> athletic build. <laughs> <laughs> You're a little too skinny for me. Uh, and so that pisses her off because, you know, women, like, they don't want to be treated like that. Yeah, and yeah. it's like, come on, I'm just fooling with you. I just play a joke. And I then she exposes a little to Cleve. She she, they wanted her to go naked, Griff, but she's like, no, I don't think so. But I will show my vagina in your next movie in Basic it was <laughs> It was a very tasteful nip slip that happens here oh, because there? she un... She, I, didn't, I didn't have the laser disc for this one, so yeah, I, couldn't, uh, like, I couldn't go enhance. 
Slow down. Yeah. Back to frames. I love the voice controls. I hate all the fucking voice controls we have in real life, but the Laserdisc vo- voice control is right. It's like It's like another Philip K. Dick story, Blade Runner, where he yes. wanted to like, enhance. The picture would enhance. It's perfection. So, yeah, she's like all of a sudden playful, and it's like, oh, my God, this... This, I'll store this in the memory bank. I'll totally recall this later because this seems to be a type that he's into. Right. So after a nice uh, morning fuck, you know, they all, they all wake and fuck. I don't know what they call it. <laughs> wake and fuck, yeah. That's what we call it. He goes in, uh, you know, Doug goes into the kitchen. He's got to prepare his Boz breakfast. Yeah, that protein shake. Got to make the I mean, protein you gotta, shake. You got to keep those muscles up, dude. You do. So he's pouring. He's got almonds, pecans. Those two combined. That's like 84 grams kale. of protein right that there. Kale. Got to have that special K in there. Well, no, that's a drug. Uh, <laughs> kale, just the normal kale. That's what I call Maybe kale. dinosaur that's kale. So he's mixing all that together with some nice oatmeal, and he's got like a fucking half gallon of it, and he's just pouring it into like a tiny little juice glass, and he sits down. And again, this is another thing I love about the future we're seeing here is it looks basic as fuck. Right. The one thing that's cool and Nobody like, decorates their houses in the future. Yeah. It's all just bare walls. Well, no one really decorates their... I've been into a lot of houses. Most people decorate it the exact same way. So this was very fitting for me. But the one thing that's super advanced that we finally get to see, the wall is a TV now. Like right. the the wall is panels where it can be turned on and like you could do multiple panels. That's our electronics, man. Our our, our this, toys is what advances. There, the we quickest. wouldn't have that if it wasn't for this movie. Exactly. So we're getting a news story, and it's about what's going on in Mars. There's these fucking gorilla extremists. They're trying. There's we're mining for what's the what's the turbinium. Yeah, we never. They never tell us what it does, why we need it, but we really need turbinium. Turbinium. Well, and, I think it was because that's what allowed them to breathe. That was the what they were creating oxygen with, like freon for cold. What's the point of being on Mars at all if you have to mine just to breathe? Well, they. Well, Earth is getting fucked, Murray. We're fucking no. Earth. Oh, okay. Well, I don't so know they never mentioned we got to go colonize gone. Mars. So, and we see our her- our her- our her- our hero, our villain, Cohagen. Played by uh, Ronnie Cox, who played the exact same character, Dick Jones, in uh, RoboCop. And he's like, he's the head of the mining for for Turbinium uh, Company. And they found an ancient pyramid Hmm. with ancient alien artifacts. And this is getting the mutants of Mars all all riled up. So they're interfering with the, the mining. He's like, the mining will go on. I don't care. We will not... Back down on these terrorists, <laughs> and so we see Lori come into the picture. She's getting all you know, getting her hair back up, put on her sweet robe after the, all that nice morning fucking wake and fuck. And she's like, "Can we stop it with the Mars? This is why you're having these crazy dreams." So she turns it off. Yeah, he's like wrapped. He's just staring at that screen. He's sitting an inch away from it too, because it's on the wall next to the table he's sitting at. So he's like, "Yeah, interesting." But she turns it to a nice scenery, and he's like. Why don't we do it? Let's go to Mars. Fuck this go country. Mars. Fuck this planet. Yeah. Mars is the future. And she's like, uh, no. You see what the fucking atmosphere does in my hair? No, I'm not going to Mars. Yeah, you know it's just fucking dusty. You don't like dust. You don't like... There's cats everywhere. You don't like you're, cats. You're like Anakin Skywalker. You don't like dust. Yep. You don't like dirt. And he's like, okay, well, I just go to work. <laughs> I just go to work. <laughs> so he gets hops on the subway. Yeah. Because we all we all use mass transit now. Yeah. In the future. I appreciate that. 
and he goes to his uh, construction worker job. Yep. On the way there, they've got like the giant TVs embedded into the subway, like which, the rails. You know, which we kind of have now. Kind of, yeah. And he sees a commercial for um, Recall Incorporated. Yeah, Recall. R-E-K-A-L-L. Yeah. Recall. You can't copyright the word Recall. 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 recall yeah, exactly. And he's learning, like, yeah, you, if, you want, if you want to go to Mars... Go in your head. You don't have to leave the planet. Baby, just go in your brain. It's perfect. It's cheaper. It's better. And uh, yeah, we can make just. We'll make you a mug or something. You know, souvenir. And he's like, he's like intrigued. And he's like, hmm. Well, here's my stop. So he gets off. Yep. Starts jackhammering some rocks. I guess yep. that's his job. He just jackhammers rocks with his buddy Harry, who they <laughs> couldn't afford a Dan DeVito, so he had to get the next best thing. Yeah. And he's like, Harry. What do you think of Recall? Like, that shit will fuck your mind up. <laughs> My friend Louie was over there at the Recall two years ago, and he wanted to go over to Saturn. He wanted to travel the moons. And you know what happened? Fucked his brain. Total lobotomy. He's dumb now. He eats potatoes raw. Don't fuck with that shit, Quaid. I'm telling you. It'll fuck you up. It'll fuck you up. And he just kind of blows it off. I love it because he nods like, huh, <laughs> okay. And then we cut to Doug. That, that was a polite <laughs> nod. Like, he was yeah. like, hey, shut up, Harry. You yeah. Don't Harry's probably drunk. Harry Harry has replaced his father or something. So it's like, yeah, Dad, I'm going to do what you tell me to do. Yeah, so, immediately next scene, he's at recall. Yep. <laughs> and again, not like a super touch screen. It's just, it's just clunky computer with a keyboard in it. He has to type in recall industries. Incorporated. We see the secretary. She's just changing her fingernails. This is cool. I like this because, again, nothing about this really felt too into the future. And then you see her touching her nails and switching the color. Pretty cool. That was the first touch. And then he's like, I'm here to see Bob McLean. And she's like, oh, he'll be with you. And he comes out. And Bob just gives him the hard sell immediately. Man, I I wonder what Taffy thinks of his suit. Because I, I saw it, and I was like, I wonder what Taffy's got to say about that. So, he's like, hey, Saturn. That's for fuck losers go to Mars. Yeah. D- Doug comes in, and he's immediately like, Mars, Mars, Mars. And he's like, no. if you want the outer space experience, you got to go to Saturn. And so he's like, I, uh, my friend told me about this guy who went to Saturn. Lobotomy. But look, it's only eight ninety nine credits for two weeks. Yeah. So why why worry about a lobotomy when it's only eight hundred ninety nine? Perfectly safe. Can't afford not to do it. Perfectly safe. And he's like, "No, I'm going to Mars." <laughs> and like, he's <laughs> like, "All right, all right, you're going to Mars." So that's only three hundred credits. So you made a good choice. No, it was still eight hundred. The three hundred comes into play when he says, "You know what's the same about every vacation you've ever been on?" Oh yeah. He thinks about it for one whole second. He goes. I give up. He's he's just got no time for jokes. He's like, I need to go to Mars in my mind right now. He goes, you, you and your boring self. You're walking and your sun. You're gonna get sunburnt. You're gonna ha- you're gonna eat something that doesn't agree with you on Mars. Drink like, the water. You're gonna have the runs. Exactly. So why don't you take a vacation from yourself? No, 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 no packages. No, just let me get in. It's like when you go to get an oil change, and they're like, you know what? Your your mirror needs buffing. That'll be $45. He's just like, I don't want any packages. And he's like, but you got to look at this. You could, you could be Elon Musk. You could be Joey Epstein. 
Joey Epstein. Wait, what's his name? I don't know who you're talking about. Ronald Epstein? Jeffrey Epstein. Jeffrey oh, Epstein. Molest children. Billionaire for... Playboy. They didn't know about this then. That that could be a way to like fix pedophiles. You just do the recall thing. There we go. There and go. then the last option, secret agent. Secret agent man. And Doug sees that on the screen. He's like, that, I want that. <laughs> Awful fucking 1990 graphics on oh, that computer. Oh, man. He didn't have that many options back then. And he's like, that's it. A secret agent. And that's, okay, that's the extra 300. Three, that's that. the extra 300. And he's like, so they strap him in the machine. They're like, yep. before we go, pick your pussy. What do you like? And they yeah. got this whole screen. It's got... it's. <laughs> Even this was cheap looking. It was like it was like the heads they used for whole, for wigs. Like they couldn't just put like a woman's face I with know, like different colored hair. No, this was so that was the worst effect ever. I was and like, it was like oh. Halloween USA wigs. They weren't even good wigs. Yeah, it looked like chia pets, you know. And he's just like he's like, oh, I want brunette. And well, the first they're like, what's your sexual orientation? Yeah, that's all wrong. <laughs> this is Dr. Lull has come into the room with her nerd assistant and the well, nerd. Of course it's got to be a nerd assistant. It's got to yeah. be. And he's like, don't worry. We don't fuck up that often. That was literally <laughs> what he tells him as yeah. he's like getting ready yeah, to have his brain fucked hear. with. You want to hear some guy swearing and telling you we, yep. we might mess up. And Dr. Lowell's the one who's like, all right, we're going to pick some things out. Be honest or you're not going to have a very good time. And yeah, that, she's the one who tells yeah. him, pick the puss. So he picks brunette, athletic. And this is what I found odd. He's Can dr- you be sleazy and demure at the same time? He's, he's <laughs> drifting off at this point, and we see like the 3D wireframe model adjusting to the frame and everything, and then he's just like sleazy, <laughs> and he's he's wheezing now, demure, <laughs> reaching out for it. Which I I don't know, maybe I don't know the meaning of these words. I thought they're the, the total opposites. I think I thought sleazy and demure were. I different had to look things. up demure. I was like, wait, is he just saying things? Is this Arnold <laughs> riffing and? I mean, it could be one of those things where it's like, in public, she's demure, but when she gets oh, okay. home, she's a sleaze. Okay, you know? okay, I get that. All right. All right. So what's, well, he's drifting off to... Well, what's interesting is we get to see the selection of women and go... A41. And A41. We've been hearing it's, about A41. It's that woman from the dream he had in the beginning of the movie. How? How? By answering four questions, he managed to narrow it down to the exact woman of his dreams. Fascinating. So he goes off to Nighty Night, and we see our man Bob selling some kind of sex thing to a woman. He's like, he's like a muscle dude on the screen. I know what was with that. What was with the beef just on the screen? It was just zoomed in on his back. And you back. know you know, it was Schwarzenegger's back. Oh, it so. had to be. Well, it covered a whole fucking 80-inch TV. <laughs> just like shoulder to shoulder. Oh. And then the, the alarm goes off. Bob! We're having a schizoid embolism going on here. Yeah, I love Get in here. I just love how they set up the shot because they have, like, the call screens. And so you had Dr. Lowell in the foreground and Bob in the background, like, talking to the woman. You just see her, like, yelling at him, and he finally comes over and answers, schizoid embolism. And we see the nerd tech, like, trying to hold Schwarzenegger down. That's not going to work out so well. No. He's like, get me out of the... Yeah, he, he, he's starting to come too, and they're like, Mr. Quaid, Mr. Quaid. And he's like, I'm not Quaid! Who is Quaid? And they're like, well, you don't... And they're like, he's he's losing it. Yeah. And then he's like... He's, then then uh, 
Bob's like, what the fuck's going on? She's like, we didn't even put the implant in yet. This is real. He thinks he's fucking the <laughs> secret agent. Man, you really approached that well. So he's freaking the fuck out. They're like, hold him down. We're going to start injecting him with the shit. They get him calmed down. And then Bob is just like, can you guys not co- do a fucking double implant? Like, what am I paying you guys for? He's like, well, I mean, that's the thing. We'd even get to do the implant. He's like, he's just he's just acting out what you already implanted in him. We haven't even implanted it in him yet. He really thinks he's been to Mars. I'm like, oh, oh, all right. Um, I guess give him back his money, throw him in a cab, and erase erase his him. memory of coming here first. <laughs> get rid of him. Dump him in a cab. I don't care what happens after that. And that's what they do. Of course. And they put him in a Johnny DeHart cab. Like, hey there, buddy. How you doing? Where to? <laughs> Got a little joke for you. <laughs> and, then, and he's like, what? where am I? How did I get here? I, uh, I opened the door, and you walked in, and here you are. <laughs> Isn't that jolly? You no, know, every day above ground is a good day to me. I don't know about you. <laughs> and they take him home. To his lovely apartment. Well, yeah, he gets dropped off, and they again they live like in a Walmart mall complex. Every, everything's just yeah, just concrete and ugliness. Yep, it's very dystopian to me. And so he gets out, and he's kind of groggy, but he's like he know he's walked this walk before, so he knows where he's going. He's getting ready to go back to his apartment, and that's when Harry comes down. He's like, "But where have you been? I, it's been like three hours, hasn't it? Maybe he went for lunch and he had to come back to work or something. Know. That'd be alarming." <laughs> So Harry's just like, where, where, I haven't seen you all day. Why, come on, dude, let's go down. And I'll buy you a drink. And he's like, I'm a little foggy. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go take a take a rest. He's like, No, you're coming. Pulls a gun out. Four yeah. goons come out. Four middle aged tubby goons. They yeah, they're very, definitely gonna hold down fucking Arnold they take in him, crime. Take him to like a side area. I guess where the you know gay sex happens. I don't know. And they're gonna like pummel him. But no, this is Schwarzenegger. You're not going to pummel Schwarzenegger. He's going to pummel you. Yeah, what were... I forget what they were trying to take him or do with them. There was going to... Sh- I think the sh- there was... I don't know what they were going to do because they're working for Copenhagen. Yes. I'm going to call him Copenhagen, by the way, through the whole... Even though it's Cohagen. <laughs> so just let everybody know that. If I say Copenhagen, I mean Cohagen. And Cohagen does. Mm. And, uh... Yeah, I don't remember what their what their plan was, if they were going to try to take him into Cohagen, because Cohagen wants him alive is what we're going to find right. out soon. I don't know. Well, we learned that a lot of his henches do their own... They don't care what Cohagen says. Yeah, that's true. So maybe uh, Harry's going rogue. I don't know. Maybe. But it doesn't matter, because Schwarzenegger brutally murders every guy. Well, yeah. Snap snacks. Instincts kick in. Instantly, like, Harry, he's known for years, and he's, like, ready to snap his neck. You think, even if you pulled a gun, you'd want to know, why are you doing this to me? No, he's, I'm going to kill you. I Clearly, him and Harry weren't that good of friends, like you said, <laughs> you know? So, Doug returns home after Covered in blood. murdering four people, and he, he comes in. We got Lori, who's just practicing some tennis. Terrible form. Terrible form. As a five-time gold medalist tennis player, terrible form. That's why she's trying to learn, Griff. No, I mean the hologram. Oh, the hologram? Yes. So whatever she's learning, it's not going to help her. So Doug, you know, he comes in. She's practicing her tennis, and he starts freaking out. He's turning off with all the lights, and he's like, I went to recall today. These people, they jumped me. They, they're spies after me. She's like, you went to recall? That's probably what's happened is they probably fucked with your head. And he's like, no, it's real. Harry attacked he's me. Like, Look at this, and he shows his hands covered in blood. And she's like, oh, fuck. Go clean up. 
I'm, I'll call the doctor. Do not call the doctor. And she's already like got the phone. He's in the background, and then we're looking at the <laughs> video screen. You notice everybody who answers the phone does this move. They, they I know. turn their head around. I know. Like, like they're waiting for someone to call them so they can do a dramatic head turn. I fucking love it. I fucking love it. I didn't, s- I didn't even think about how silly it was <laughs> until you just said it. But yeah. the dramatic always. You get the profile that they turn into frame. Oh, my God. And we see the beautiful face of Michael Ironside. And we know if Michael Ironside's there, something's up. Oh, my God. I want to point out. Last week we had Mark Singer. This week Michael Ironside. We did a V double feature. That's both those guys were on V. That's a good call. And we just see his face. We know something's up because it's Michael Ironside. Oh my god, it's Ironside. Who you? I think you said in the first uh, segment was supposed to be RoboCop. That's what what Paul Verhoeven says, and they they disagreed on the script, so he would have been RoboCop. That's an amazing fact. Like To think of RoboCop without Peter Weller, it's I could totally see him as Clarence Boddicker, but it would have been a stretch for me for RoboCop. Oh, yeah. So Doug comes out of the bathroom to gunshots. (laughs) Lights are all off, so we see like the gunman, but we just see the silhouette of him. So it's like, like, what the fuck is going on? He's dodging all these bullets because, again, instincts. Right. Instincts. Just carrying him. So after uh, several dodges, he finally manages to tackle the spy and hit some light. It's his wife. Lori is shooting at him. And then she starts attacking him, just kicking him. She she destroys his balls like five times in this movie. Oh, my God, yeah. Ah! (laughs) (laughs) I want to point Bugs. I guess you can't, for dramatic purposes, you can't have a real. If you get kicked in the balls, you're fucked up for a while. You don't just brush it off. Okay, and she's not. She has horrible tennis form, but her kick form is top right. notch. Young Bucks, take notice. <laughs> she super kicked his junk. Yeah, he blows it off. She's got a knife. She's slashing him. Yeah, she she retreats into the kitchen, and a, a dog like a person who's just finding all you know. He's all these layers are peeling back now. He's dumbfounded. He's just like, "What are you doing?" And yeah, she takes that moment to grab a knife as he's approaching her slowly, and she fucking slices right across his shirt. Which I couldn't tell if they were like, "Yeah, blood comes out or not." Like, I made it just spend the fabric. Him, like, cut his arm, but he restrains her, and he's like, "Who are you? What are you doing?" And she's like, "Look, I've only yeah." They they <laughs> they just slices him. He like gets the knife away from her, and they just sit down and chat. Well, yeah, she's like, look, I'm not your wife. I've only known you for six months. I was sent here from the agency. We, the agency. We never learned what that's, what that's about. Yeah. And he, he's calling bullshit. He's like, we've been married for eight years. Implant. It's like, but what about the honeymoon where we did, wow, like I put on the John DeHart and we fucked by the fireside? You pegged me? That wasn't real? No. No. I did not peg you. No. And so he's, and she's like, but you know what? How about we fuck just for all good time's sake? And we, if you're paying close attention, you can actually see a little TV in the background. Yeah. And well, you she can sees it because that's what she's looking over her shoulder at. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And so yeah. we're seeing that she is buying some time. And so she tells, uh, she tells Doug, hey, you know, I might just be an agent working here, but you're the best assignment I've ever had. I mean, so why don't we just for old time's sake go in the bedroom and he just gives her this look like, I'm not getting in bed with you. And she's like, you can tie me up. Oh, oh. The seduction at this point. That's I don't that's know her, how. That's her, she's an agent of seduction. Man. Yeah. That's why she's good at her job. Yeah, she's like, why, why not take one last trip on Space Mountain? 
And then our man Ironside and his goons burst in. Well, actually, Murray, because you skipped over it, he realizes, turns around, and sees Ironside coming up the elevator, turns back to her. This is a callback they use in Jurassic Park that is not appreciated. Clever girl. Jurassic Park. So he bails. And Richter shows up. Got that sweet leather blazer on. And... And yeah, and then uh, uh, Doug knocks uh, Lori down and then runs away. Mm-hmm. And so a guy runs in to check on her, and fucking Ironside just kicks him in the teeth. He's like, "Don't touch her!" Yeah. And then we're like, oh, "What's going on here?" And Jesus, we, yeah. And we learn this is his lady, man. I, that was a. We don't even learn that just yet. They they just make out for him, and you're like, "Well, yeah, I guess I would make out with her too <laughs> if you know she was down for that." But still. But uh, Richter and crew, they, it's Michael Ironside's character, Richter. Richter yeah. um, so they they have – do you remember what the geek's name was? No. There's this geek that is like Richter's right-hand man, and he's got white hair and he's big sunglasses. He's the hench to the hench. Yeah, he's the hench to the hench. And then he has this big Casio monitor that they use to track the uh, telepathic transmitter in his brain. Uh, I think it was the same trackers they had in Aliens. It, it could have been, It looks yeah. similar. And so they uh, – they're like, where? Where's he heading? Oh, he's going to the we subway. Those '90s computer graphics. Oh, like, beautiful! It's like a grid yeah, and like a uh, uh, glowing like red ball. Yeah, when they're chasing it. It's supposed to be like a 3D model that they're zooming <laughs> in, and you know, it's all this cool shit happening. And so uh, he's like, "Okay, guys, head out." And then, in a brief moment by himself with Lori, he fucking just grabs her and just lays a fat one on her. Kiss. No, he doesn't punch her. <laughs> Kisses her. And so they go chasing uh, Doug down into the subway. Right. And we already saw this x-ray tunnel before. Right. So it's the mother crude kind of CGI for the time. Oh, very crude, yeah. And especially the first time he walks through because you can see him like his arms like I know. Flapping. He was doing like a Vince McMahon, like very eccentric <laughs> yeah. walk. Whoops. Yeah. Took the laptop out well, there. But believe me, in 1990, this was mind-blowing. Mind-blowing, yeah. So yeah, we see this. He's like stuck in between this X-ray like column because he's trapped. Both sides, goons are coming. Well, well, what happens is he walks in with a gun. Well, yeah. And so the security guards go wrap around, and then he's like, "Oh, what the fuck do I do now?" And then they walk into the subway tunnel, so you get to see them with their guns as well. So he just fucking jumps through the glass. Apparently, it's just like you know sugar water yeah. <laughs> or whatever they make the fake glass out of. It's sugar glass. Sugar glass. And um, which is kind of. I mean, it's not exactly, but we have this at airports now. We have the, the X-ray machines, mm-hmm. you know. So this is predicted the future. Exactly. Not a hard prediction, but it, they nailed it. And so Doug just continues on, and we got him going up a very crowded ele- escalator. Very. Not COVID safely, safely no. distance here. Nobody wearing a mask. And so he's going up. He's about halfway up. We got we see Richter and uh, and crew behind. They're you know pincing him, pincering him here. But they also have goons up top. And I love this, Murray. Space Uzis. They have futuristic yeah. Uzis. Every gun, it could be a revolver. It shoots ten bullets at a time, but only shoots you once. Yeah, that and was so, weird. Uh, Doug grabs an innocent dude, <laughs> uses uh, instincts again, grabs the guy, uses them as a shield, takes the, a hail of bullets from the four, uh, four guys uh, uh, in front of him. Squibs are going off like crazy. Dude, so many squibs, yeah. And then he returns fire, just five shots to take out four guys. Beautiful. 
And then he realizes that uh, behind him, Richter is getting out his gun. So he turns the guy around, blocks four more shots, throws the guy, and just continues to fucking bolt. That guy who's using the shield, he beats his wife, though. So it's okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Was, was that in the director's commentary? Yeah, it was in the director's commentary. Okay. So they get over to the subway, and you know it's going to be close because the subway's already in motion, right. just starting up. And so, what does Ar- Doug do? <laughs> he fucking breaks the glass and just leaps right in, jumps right takes in, right off. And Ironside's not man enough to do that, so he just watches it go away. Helm, that was the guy's name. Helm. That's his nerd. So Helm and well, I'm glad you found his name because he's important right now. Because yep. Helm and Ironside are getting in the car to chase after our boy because they still have the tracker. Yep. And then Helm can't help himself. He's got to do a little joke about a Lori who, who we learn is Richter's wife or at least, yeah. at least girlfriend. And he's like, man, she must love that fucking dick. He's like, what? You think so? What? He's like, did you see him? Did you see? He those had the glutes? biggest dick I've ever seen <laughs> on a man. An Earthman. On an Earth and a Martian. Oh, and that okay. just, that that Martian was like ooh right into Richter's heart. It's like I'm gonna kill this motherfucker. I don't care if I'm supposed to bring him in alive. I'm killing him. And just like you said, we get we get a screen blip <laughs> open, and then Cohagen <laughs> turns to face the camera, <laughs> turn and face the strange. So he uh, interrupts Cohagen. That is. And he demands they bring in Doug alive for re-implementation. They want to put him under that recall implementation again. Implantation. Implantation, yeah. excuse me. And so uh, Rich, Richter, he, he's like, I'm not listening to this. I'm going to kill that motherfucker. He's been fucking can't my... can't hear wa- you. We're getting sunspots. And, uh, just, just like, yes. Yeah, What's the Wi-Fi? What's going on here? So I love this because just like an old TV or a radio is a better way of... Uh, you got the horizontal and the vertical. Yeah. He's just messing with the, with the fucking uh, dials and it's like... Uh, yeah, he just found out that this guy who's been fucking his wife is the biggest dick that Helm's ever seen. I... What is going on in the future, though, where it's like you're part of an agency where you're married, but you have to loan your wife out to... Ma- that happens. This, this wasn't her first assignment either. Spot, that's, that happened. And spies, shit, would, they would do that. So what do you... Th- I don't know if in America, but in Russia, I know they did because I watched the show about it. Oh, okay. But yeah, you would... Because you wouldn't be real couples. You Like the show The Americans, which is a really good show, where they had these Russian sleeper agents in America, and they were technically married, but they were spies. And their job was to infiltrate, so you would fuck other people. And you knew that you were partners. You weren't like a couple. Yeah, no, okay. So you're... Yeah. Say, you think maybe Richter and Lori are like... I think, because, I mean, come on. I like Ironside, but you think Hot Babe, like, Lori's going to be with Ironside. And he, of course, fell in love with her. Cause how he, can you not? I mean, he's got charisma. He's got, oh, yeah, he's great. For but, days. Yeah. But, yeah. I mean, He doesn't Arnold, have hair for days. So. Arnold has charisma for days, too. And he's got the biggest dick we've ever seen on a Martian. At least, yeah. So, yeah, he's out. He's just like, oh, I'm going to kill this motherfucker. Yeah, he's out for blood. All right, so Doug, he he's gonna be going. Uh, he finds himself. I, I do you think it was a sleazy hotel? It was a hotel. Yeah, oh, no, okay. for a fact, it was a hotel. Okay, and so hiding he, out. Yep. And as soon as he gets in the room, he gets a call from this stranger. I like that there was a video phone in the bathroom. <laughs> like probably lots of privacy in there because w- what we've learned is that was anybody. It the bathroom? I thought it was just like a one room kind of you know it might hotel have been. motel. It might have been, but it looked like it was a bathroom to me. Okay. That I thought I and thought it's a he was phone. Of course, we know it's via phone because the guy turns his head around <laughs> and looks in, and he's like, "Hey, 
Quick, put a wet towel on your head. It'll, it'll um, muffle the tracker. Yeah, he, he, he lets them know, you've got a transmitter in your brain, and if you want to dampen the signal, you need to wrap a wet towel around your head. Yeah. So it takes Arnold five minutes to do it. And, the well, and we learn, he's like, Arnold's like, who is this guy? He's like, I'm a buddy from the agency. The agency. And he's like, look out the window. And he, or Arnold looks out the window, and he sees this, that guy mm-hmm. at a payphone, and he's got a giant-ass Kinjitashe case. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I'm going to leave this for you. Come get it. It has everything you need. You don't. You didn't. You never saw me. And then he walks off. And then, of course, Arnold. Had, based perfect, he could be a Sikh. He made a perfect turban out of that towel. It was. It was fascinating. I, I didn't know he knew how to fold that way, but clearly he does. Again, it's just it's layered into his brain. He just channeled his inside. He just closed his eyes and did it. And he goes out there, gets in a fight with a homeless lady. Love it. It was a nice little nice little touch here. She's like, that's mine. Yeah, finders keepers. I had my hands on it first, and he's like, this is mine. I like that he let it struggle for a little bit just to let her feel like she was going to get over here. But, yeah, he just fucking face palms her. And And then he just takes off, finds the next Johnny DeHart car, jumps in. As he grabs the fucking suitcase, wasn't... um, What's it, uh, Rich right on his trail there? Yeah, they were chasing him. So they they are they were already right behind him. And I love that Arnold as he runs away from the old lady who's telling him to fuck himself. He turns and bows to her. Yeah, he's trying. He's he's trying to play like he's a Sikh or something. Now I don't know. It, it, it was weird. I liked it though. And I, I and appreciated he, he it. Jumps in the Johnny Cash, and then yeah, R- Riker, R- Riker, Richter, Richter shows up, <laughs> and they start just opening fire, and it's like, where do you want to go, sir? And it's like, shit. <laughs> Shit! I don't know that place, sir. You gotta be more specific. <laughs> and they just he just rips the fucking robot out of the fucking car seat, takes over somehow. Yeah. I don't know how this works. I I, I didn't see any any uh, steering wheel. No, nope. there there was like a little handle that used to be on the bumper cars. That's all it was. <laughs> bumper car technology. <laughs> They're using bumper car technology in the future. And he takes off, and somehow I, he gets this, this shitty little car. He gets the. Gets a jump on Richter again. It's super fast. I I don't know how, but I just love that he throws the fucking robot out the window and he no he doesn't he leaves it. Oh, he leaves it. Yeah, it's just laying there in the back seat. All right, so he he ends up crashing the car. He goes to like the abandoned concrete factory, which we know I don't I don't know how it's abandoned because everything in this fucking city is made out of concrete. But who knows? It's rough economy. <laughs> and he stops, and the guy, the the, uh, the Johnny Johnny DeHart keeps like, adios, Bella Lugosi. Mm. And then he just takes off. Like, he's not even attached. He takes off, slams into a wall, bursts into flame. <laughs> even like Paul Verhoeven's like, yeah, what would be in this car that would make it do that? I don't know. But we needed an explosion just, because we you know. needed Richter to find something. Oh, Know okay. that there's an explosion at the old abandoned. You know, there's no explosion that, at the abandoned car factory. That's uh, the concrete right. factory. Concrete factory. At the Sparks factory all the time. All the time. Not the concrete. So they go, we got them. And then they chase them. So then our man, our dog, he opens up that case. Yep, he goes to a nice secluded area in the concrete factory. Starts opening up the case. Finds out there's some red Martian money, or it's like, or it's funny money from a strip club. Yeah, I don't know. He's got to find some IDs. He finds this watch and he's like checking it out. And then some guy who looks strangely like him comes around a corner. Yeah, and he's like, Hur! and we learn this is like a hologram, a hologram projector. Again, setting up 
thing, you know, teaching us about the shit. It's cool. I like so how they do it. He's got a lot of shit. And then there's something that looks like an anal probe. And he just puts that aside. <laughs> and then rats are everywhere, just scurrying on everything. They're not scared of man at all. No, no. These are city rats, man. There, was a, there was a couple rats. Snicker bars in there because he needs to be satisfied. Yeah, you, you gotta know? get, you gotta have something in there. And he pulls out. There's like a like a video screen. Yeah, video screen. And turns out it's a recording from himself. But he, he, he calls himself Hauser, and he's like, hello, I know if you are listening to this now, you have been fucked. Your brain is fucked. I'm Hauser. You are Hauser. But you're probably somebody else right now. If you're in this, Kohagen probably got the better of you. Right. He tells him, he's like, I used to work for Kohagen. I went undercover in the uh, Martian resistance, and then I, I fell in love with these people. I believed in what they're doing, and now I've gone rogue. And I'm going to tell you what you need to do to survive. Yeah. And I have all this shit you need, and you need to get to Mars. Yeah. The first thing you need to do is get that transmitter out of your brain. Right. So take that, take, that, take that probe and just stick it right. Just jam it into your nose. Don't worry. It's laser guided. It'll do it all the work itself. And so this is a cool fucking close-up shot. It makes no yeah. sense because the probe is like <laughs> the size of one of those vending machine uh, toys that you would get in the plastic bubble. And it is in the plastic bubble packaging. But, yeah, he pulls out this probe and there's just this gnarly close-up and you see the little light blip. Great. Yeah, we get great practical effects. So it's fucking like cool. And so he gets it out and you see the bubble pops open. You have just a little transmitter and he's like, shit, okay. And then Hauser says, you need to get your ass to Mars. And that's when uh, Rich and crew, they start to show up, and he hears the car door slam. So he's like, I got to get the fuck out of here. And just before he scurries away, he takes one of the little Snickers bars and shoves the transmitter in it. And so the rats start fighting over it, and they start scurrying off with it. And that's when we cut back over to Rich and crew who are trying to track it. And they're like, he's here. And then fucking... Rick Richter's just like firing bullets everywhere. He doesn't give a shit. And they go, oh, no, he's over here. He's over here. And we see the rats like are all fighting and chasing him. And then it's and then and he, he he shoots up the fucking video screen, but it it doesn't break. But it does. It it just sucks on a loop. Yeah, and he goes, get your ass to Mars. Get, get your ass to Mars. And he's like, fuck. And then he just fucking murders this rat in blood. Like ten times the amount of blood that would be in a rat just splatters <laughs> on the screen. <laughs> Uh, so what Doug is going to be doing is taking some of those fake IDs, the Brubaker ID, and going to the Hilton. Right, he's, he said, go to the Hilton. The yeah. Hilton, you know, corporation. Again, it's all about these corporations. Paris Hilton probably runs Mars. So they're going over. He's going to try to get over to the Hilton and Mars. Yeah. So since we're on a tighter budget, we don't get. We just cut to the chase. We're landing on Mars. We don't see him get on a spaceship. We don't nope. see a spaceship fly. We just see a spaceship land. Wait. Did we even see that? Yes, we did. Okay. I just remember we start opening up. We're in the security checkpoint, and we're just looking at this large red-headed woman. And we're just like, what What are we looking at now? What are we doing here, guys? Dire- director, hello. I'm Help. Lost. We could cut this scene because there's no characters we care about. And finally, we have uh, some noise happening in the background. Ironside, Richter has shown up. Right. And- well, they're probably on the same. There's probably only one shuttle to Mars a day. Maybe. Yeah, you know. that could be it. And so he's walking through. He's got like his whole. They, he has like a, a Mars army that reports to him. Right. But they also kind of give him shit. They're like, "We're a little held up." I mean, you guys were supposed to catch Doug and 
Richter's like, you can shut your fucking mouth right now. He's like, I'm going to choke you up next time you try to blame something on me. Nice graffiti, perfectly uh, spray-painted on a column, Kuwaito lives. Yeah, we learned that Kuwaito, which we've actually learned earlier, but we forgot to mention it, is the leader of this uprising. Yes. And he's, no one's seen him. He's a mysterious figure, This, which is why Kohagen wanted uh, Hauser to infiltrate. Yes. He wanted to find out who this guy is. They, they hear he's psychic. That's all they know about him. Interesting. PKD loves the psychics. It's a, here's what I appreciate about... Because we're already off the rails. And unlike Game of Thrones, when they went off the rails, they had no content whatsoever from what I hear. I don't watch the show. This, these guys perfectly embrace the PKD feel and everything. Like, they nailed what I think PKD might have done with the story if he wrote a full novel instead. All right. So, Richter is just walking off. He doesn't even have to go through customs. He just, well, like, yeah. he just walks off. He's got his sweet fucking leather jacket on, his button-up shirt. He's just got to go where he pleases. He's a made man, if you will. Right. And he's getting ready to go through, you know, some kind of... Uh, he, I think he was still standing there pondering over the fucking spray paint when we go back, the audience goes back over to the large uh, redheaded woman trying to check in, and the guy's like... Uh, how long are you going to be here? Two weeks. What do you think you're going to do? Do you, do you have any food or animals? And then it repeats back, yes, two weeks. You're like, what the fuck? Is this a glitch? What is happening here? This lady having a schizoid embolism? What's going on? It might be a schizoid embolism. And just something something about that somehow gets Ironside's attention, and he turns around slowly just as <laughs> the red-headed woman starts backing up and freaking out. And, and like just, grabbing her face, yeah, pulling her mouth cl- open. Clawing at her uh, face, yelling out two weeks. It's like, oh, what, is she a bare-naked ladies fan? What's going on here? <laughs> and Ironside's like, it's pr- that's it's pro- probably it. He's like, bare-naked ladies, I'm going to murder somebody. That might have been it. That might have been He hates anything joyful. Uh-huh. So he's like, that's Quaid. And they start like opening fire. Well, he doesn't say that's, does he say that's quite? Yes, he, okay. he figured it out. And and he's right because then we get. I don't understand the physics of this because okay, I I can I can believe a guy could have like a encased suit, yeah. but then this giant fucking like thing is about the side of the neck. Everything about it is too deep. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's crazy. And then it opens, and then we get it. Was, for its time, it was good, but it was yeah. kind of an odd puppet of Schwarzenegger. Yeah, it was. And then he picks the head up. <laughs> I like this because all the security at the airport are, like, confused. They're just standing there. And he tosses them the head, and then the head explodes. Yeah, it's like, does, do you think he rigged that? Or that's how the head like, – the head – it's a disguise slash explosive device? I didn't get that. I, I He's like, here, catch. He throws it, blows up an – guy whose just job is security. Yes. Murders he, him. So – Doug's kill count for innocent people is already up to, to like, 15 at this point. And fucking Richter just is like, kill him. And he just starts firing, blows a window out. Yeah, you, so the airlock's fucked now. I love that this is thin single planes. Of I know, I know. I think they'd have like a foot thick fucking Exactly. Gun. But we learned they're doing it on the cheap because they don't care. Exactly. Again, this is what happens when you let corporations run things. Right, they cut do, corners. They, they cut, take government money and they cut corners. And then they buy their own stocks. So fucking Cohagen probably owns so much of his own shit. So in this whole, everything's fucked right now. You know, everyone's holding on for dear life because you get sucked out into Mars otherwise. And finally, a guy manages to hit the switch to close, like, the main, you know, like, the secondary 
um, uh, like, I don't know, whatever, hole, let's call it. And during this whole fucking thing, Doug has managed to slip away. And, you know, Richter's just like, fuck, he got away. And then so Richter, he's got to meet up with Kohog and get chewed out. And I like that Kohog, in, even in person, turns his head. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And he's, he's just like, he just gets chewed out. And he's just like, can't you fucking incompetent guy do anything? Yeah. I mean, again, Richter is all about killing him. He's like, he's going to have total recall in any minute now. We, you know, we got it. We got to just murder him. There's no point in keeping him alive and trying to reimplant him. But there's something in his brain that Cohagen demands. So he's like, you get back out there, you get him, you bring him to me, and you do it soon, or I'm going to erase you. Yeah, he's like, you do what you get paid for, you fucking scumbag. He has no respect for Richter at all. He doesn't, and it kind of sucks, but uh. it's interesting. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Heels on heel. Heels versus heels. <laughs> heels versus uh. heels, man. All right. Doug, so- he rides at the Hilton, and he's, he shows his ID that he has. Yep. And he's like, sir, there's a package for you in a safety deposit box. Oh. And he's like, so he signs off for it. Opens it up. All of a sudden, there's this flyer for this whorehouse called The Last Resort. Oh, interesting. And on the back, it says, for a good time, as for Molina. Interesting. And he's like, hmm. And then he goes, hey, excuse me, do you have the uh, marker? Hands him a marker. And he writes Molina again. And he's like, this is for me, because this is my handwriting. This is my handwriting, yeah. And so we're like, oh, okay, that's interesting. So he heads back outside. He's just gonna. We're just gonna follow him right along the last. He doesn't need to go up to his hotel. He doesn't need to check out his room. He's like, I need to get my dick wet. I need well, to go right. check out some action. Well, we, we never knew that. All we know is he needed to go to Hilton. We don't think he needed to get a room. I mean, he that's needed, a good point. He needed to come get this this he, clue. You think the trip to Mars might have tired him or something though? No, he's no, he's, he's, he's ready to go. Oh, for all we know, this is on his head. So you know, he never gets tired. That's a good point. Oh. I. Uh, I love this movie. So he heads outside where um, we have two cabbies fighting over his fare. And there's just some generic white dude. And then there's this crazy-looking black dude. If you know it's it's, it's the 80s, you got to go with the jab-talking black guy. Oh, you have to. And he's got crazy, gnarly teeth. Yeah, he looks like Flavor Flav. It's great. He's got a grill. And so uh, uh, you see Dog being attracted by this crazy black man. He's like, yeah, I, I like this guy. And then explosions start going off. And so they scurry into his name's Benny. We'll just use it. But uh, so Benny's like, yeah, come on, man, get in here. And Dog's like, what the fuck is going on? He's like, the rebels are at it again. This is yeah, this happens every day. Man. Yeah, this is like Mogadishu. Yeah. And he's like, do you know this place? And he shows him the flyer. And he's like, oh, that's in Venusville. I know that place intimately. Yes. I'll take you there. So he not only takes him there. Do you have to park kind of far? It's like a beautiful downtown. Parking is off in it, Venusville. You can't get parking downtown. So you no. park on the outskirt and you walk through. But right. Benny's like, don't worry, Doc. I'm going to walk you through. Because I, I got five kids to feed. I got five so, kids. So oh, yeah. I need, I need this money. Yeah. So, so Benny tagging along. We're seeing all. Uh, okay. Benny's words, not mine. He's like, yeah, all these freaks. And he's like just slurring the fuck out of them (laughs) to their face. He's just telling all the people we see them. They got fucked up faces and everything. And they're all asking uh, Doug for money and shit. Well, we learned that the the one benefit of being a mutant is you get clairvoyant powers. Yes, you do. Got another PKD thing. And they're just like, hey, uh, fortune for sale. A little girl runs up to Doug. Is a little orphan girl pulling out his She's not an orphan. Her mom is back there. She's supposed to look like an orphan. That was the point. scam. Yeah. And so she's pulling out his coat, you know, coattails. Mister, 
Can I tell you your fortune? <laughs> That's a perfect Martian accent you did. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> oh, yeah. She's like, your birthday is so-and-so. Like, how did you know? you know? She said your sign is like Taurus or some shit. Like, yeah. How did you know? <laughs> and he gives her like a penny and pats her oh. on the head. Meanwhile, she took his wallet and she's just like, sucker. Sucker. And Benny's like, here's the last resort. They show up at this. this I, uh, do you really want to go here? I mean, there's better. Yeah. I, I got to tell you, there's better tits down the street. Yeah, but there's not. there's only three at this one. <laughs> so he's like, no, I'll go. And it's like, I don't. It's. It's. it's it's not a strip club, I don't think. There were some women dancing. No, they were doing they were doing some uh, extracurricular extracurricular activities upstairs. Yes, it's a whorehouse. It but is a whorehouse. Also, uh, it's an old western whorehouse. A bordello. Let's call it that. Bordello. <laughs> it's a bardello. <laughs> and he goes up to the barkeep. That's what, if you want to know answers, you got to go to the barkeep. Yeah. He's like, I'm looking for Mal- Melina. He's like, she's busy. <sighs> Why don't you fuck this freak over here instead? Yeah, and so we we get everybody knows three teats. Yeah, tri tits. Yeah, tri tits comes through, and she's just like, "Oh, look at you!" Uh, and she sees he's got like a ten dollar bill out there. She's like, "Oh, this will get you plenty of time on the old three teats." So she opens up her her blouse and exposes that those three tits, and he's like. Well, I believe that is impressive. Could you go ahead and put those away? I, I was shocked that, that Arnold didn't come up with a one-liner for that. I, I don't know. I, 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 it's hard. I can't come up with one right now. He was probably trying to go for a three-liner on that one. Teeth's okay. I don't need it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I love it. So while that's going on, Molina hears all this. She's, she's with some mutant guy and some regular-looking guy. And she's like, hold on. Let me check this shit out. Well, he says... I can make it worth her time. And then he exposes Whoa. more bills. And so the bartender goes, all right. Now you're talking her language. And he, he yells for her. Okay. So she doesn't intuit it okay. or he overhear it. Oh, so she comes over. Yeah. Immediately grabs his junk. Oh, my God. He's like, still bulging, I see. <laughs> what have you been feeding this thing? And then without perfect timing, blondes. <laughs> That was a great one-liner. This was the best one-liner of the movie. (laughs) What have you been feeding this thing? And then she's like, well, let's go upstairs and fuck, I guess. Because this is a whorehouse. Wink. Yeah, I mean, they're still trying to undercover and everything. Tony notices them. Tony, by the way, is one of the mutants. Was he the mutant guy? He was one of the mutants. Yeah, he was the mutant. I didn't respect him enough to know his name. He's a mutant for Christ's sake. I like it. So they're talking privately, and it just so turns out that... uh, Guys... This is A41. This is the woman from his dreams. This right. is her. And so everything's coming together. And But wait, is it? Maybe this is a dream because this is, this is a dream girl. It's a dream within a dream. I don't know. Fucking insane. But she's just like, thank God. She like kisses him. She's like, where have you been? Like, I don't know you. Yeah. She's like, you're married, aren't you? You motherfucker. He's like, well, I was for a little while, but it turns out she wasn't my wife. And she's like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> I just fucked her because I thought it was, I was married to Remember? her. Remember? Yeah. Blondes, Blondes feeding my dick. <laughs> and he's like, I wasn't joking. Oh, my goodness. And he's... she's like, you're incorrigible. Get the fuck out of my face. Yeah, I'm not Hauser. Hauser brought me to you, but I'm Doug Quaid. I'm quarterback for the Buffalo Bills. <laughs> That sounds like a quarterback name for some reason. Uh, And yeah, it's confusing. We're all confused. Yeah, but she kicks him out because they had a thing. Maybe this is why he had it in his brain that he wanted wanted this type of woman because she was the woman for him. Sure, it was. You know, and he cut to Benny just 
grabbing those teats. Yeah, and he's like, oh, man, you almost have a teat for all my kids. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's like, uh, then uh, Quaid comes down. He's like, teat you later, slaps the tits away. Because he wants, he's got that money. He needs that money. Yeah, Benny, Benny was waiting there for him because he's like, I'm just going to stick with this guy. I'm going to chauffeur him about because I just want to keep collecting. Right. So they're walking along. They're going to head back to the hotel. And, you know, Benny's stirring up some nice dialogue, nice conversation. You ever fucked a mutant before? <laughs> and he's, like, talking about all the glands and oozing and all the very – like, he's like, you haven't had a WAP until you've had a fucking mutant WAP. Like, that is the wappiest of WAPs. Oh. Yuck. <laughs> Unless you like a drive. So – uh, Doug, much like me, is like, can you drop me off? Can you just leave? <laughs> After a tough day of WAP, I need I need a rest. So he just goes to like lays out in his his hotel, watching another coping 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 doing a presser, but still turns his head when he comes to the TV screen. I love it. I love it. And he's yeah. like, we will not let these terrorists take over. Yeah, M- mining will go on on Mars. So Does he's, it? He's resolute. Matt- doesn't matter if fracking is ruining the fucking populations, running water. Oh, man. That was a thing in the past. The flaming water from fracking. Yeah. Oh. Well, yeah. I'm, and we, we learned that, or we learned earlier, I think Benny said it, that we learned that the everything's made cheaply on, on Mars. You know, they're like, you know, it's pennies on the dollar. And that's why we have mutants. These are regular people. These are the first settlers. Yes. And they were exposed to the radiation. Apparently, there's radiation on Mars. I don't know. There were. I thought the problem was like they there wasn't sufficient covering, so maybe the radiation. But then it was like they were uh, deprived of air for too long, and that's what fucked them up. Well, I don't think that would make you a mutant. That's the we only come, one. Come on, how many comic books have we read, Griff? Radiation always makes you. A it's mutant. always radiation yeah. for sure. I, I maybe it was a combination of both. Probably. And so. so yeah. So now he's just hanging out there, just to join his presser. I'm sure Cohagen ran on thinking uh, like, do I want some WAP? Do I not want some WAP? <laughs> some more? Uh, but uh, I'm sure Cohagen ran on uh, uh, um, infrastructure. He's like, I'm going to do small jobs. We're going to get blue collar workers back in tr- oh, back in work. The fucking miners will be working harder than ever. But uh, then we hear a knock at the door, and Doug's like, I'm not taking visitors. I I'm tired. Long day. Guy's like, uh, Mr. Quaid, you need to talk to me. So he opens the door, and in comes Edgemar, a very new character here. Well, not so new, because he was in the commercial for Recall. At the he beginning was? Of the movie. Oh, yeah. you're right. He was, yeah. So we, we know as the audience that he works for Recall. That's good call. Good recall. Back to the recall. And he's like, uh, sir, you're in deep shit. Yeah. You're 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 not all this around here is not real. Yeah, you're you're in our at recall industries or whatever the fuck you want to call it. Yeah, and you're you're having you you're having a schizoid embolism right yeah, now. Yeah, you're you're in the implant chair as we speak, and I'm here in your dream to get you out. of We're going full inception I'm talk right you now. Down, it's like an acid trap. I'm talking you down. Yeah, took too much. And and uh, Doug whips out a gun. He's like, I don't believe you. Yeah, he's freaking out. He's just like, how am I supposed to believe you? What have you got that's supposed to make me believe you? He's like, if you don't believe me, how about you believe your wife? Ooh, Lori, come in here. Lori shows up in her best power suit. Oh, my great. God. It baggy as shit. It just reminded me of fucking uh, Avedon's brother. 
she I, did borrow Keith Vitale's suit for Keith that. Vitale, but at least you. she had it pressed. Yes, it wasn't it's wrangled. True. It's true. It's true. And she's like, "Honey, it's me. I, I'm worried about you." And, and Ed- he doesn't know what to think. He's like, "Why would my wife be on Mars?" Yeah, Edgemar is, is hitting him hard. He's just like, "Think about it." You met your perfect A41 woman here. Athletics, sleazy, demure. You're, you're a secret agent all of a sudden. All these things. Is it possible, maybe, that you're under the the implant right now? Or do you think all of you being a secret agent, everything, you fucking a mutant today? Do you think that's real? you think that's reality? And he's just like, I don't know what to think. And so he gets that gun. He's and, ready to, like, give up. He's yeah. Like, and he's like, don't do it. Because if you kill me, you can't come out of the dream. You're going to... That schizoid embolism... You're going to be embolism, lobotomized. Yeah, that schizoid embolism will just kind of, like, implode your brain. You'll be lobotomized, just like that guy who went to Saturn. He's like, I got something. Just take the red pill. And Lori's whispering in his ear, take well, the pill. Did he offer... He offered, I thought he offered two. Isn't that like Matrix? <sighs> He didn't. He didn't even. What, they is, were, what is the Matrix? Blue pill and blue the red pill, pill and a red pill. I don't know which is which. I know incels blue, love that. Uh, it's the blue pill will send you home. The red pill tells you the truth. Okay. That's why they call it the red pill because it tells you the truth. Well, he he was given a red pill, and so he puts it in his mouth, and he's just like swallow it, and he just looks. Can you give me some water. This shit's dry. Looks around the room, and he's just like bullshit. Shoots him in the fucking head. Well, well, come on. He saw a trickle of sweat. That's what down. it was. Yes. And he's like, uh, you know, a uh, hologram or like, uh, you know, image would not do that. It wouldn't sweat because yes. he's because because Edgemar's f- freaking out. He's got a gun pointed at him. Yeah. If he were really in a dream, why would he be sweating it? Right. Mm. And he's trying to pretend like he's not scared. There's clearly consequences. here. And then, yes, he <laughs> it blows off like because every time you pull the trigger, it's like a cop's gun. Yeah. Ten bullets fly out, but <laughs> one bullet hits his head. Yeah, weird. Yeah, that's a good point. And everyone gets shot in the head in this movie too. If you didn't notice that. Oh man, I love it. And just as he fucking shoots them, goons burst through these fucking <laughs> like thick t- like Kool Aid man. Like oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was bust one- through. It was what they took the red pill and that's what it did. It and super fuck, strength. and we know what Lori's move is: destroy the nuts. She just immediately kicks them in the nuts again. Yeah. Ta-da! And so they they immediately capture Doug, and you're like, oh my god, if that kick to the nuts this time. It really affected <laughs> yeah, well, them. It will. And so just like our opening scene, except this time, well, they she's have like, Doug she kicked him in the nuts. It's like that's for making me come to fucking Mars. I asshole. loved it. I loved it. So she her, hates Mars. Yeah. Her talk of Mars earlier was real. See, the best right. characters are based on your true feelings. So, right. you know, that's she really played it up. So we're heading over to the elevator. They're just waiting there. They're blowing bubble gum and all that shit. They're just like, man. The way Talking bur- about the last football game. Yeah. Last football game. Uh, is that what you, they play on Mars? I thought they yeah, did the Jugger no. game yeah, from no. Salute of the Juggers. <laughs> no. No? They play, they play, this is all American. Mars is ruled by America. So we play... Football, real, real Americans, football, real Americans. They, they always stand for the national anthem as well. They never kneel. Right. So elevators coming up. They're just waiting again, talking about the football. Doors open. Space football, by the way. Space football, yes. of course. That must be interesting in gravity. Or do they play in a dome that makes the gravity real, like Earth gravity? I don't know. I haven't looked into it. I don't know. Much. But Jason Hansen, I heard, kicked a ninety-nine yard field goal once. Oh, he came out of retirement. Yeah. Cool. So while they're doing this, this is the, their conversation, by the way. We're yeah. just repeating it. Yeah. And the door opens, and it's Melina with an Uzi. Space Uzi. Space Uzi. It's brrp, brrp. 
starts shooting it, and then Lori's like, oh, no, bitch. Yeah. Going hand to hand. I loved it. She was uh, Keanu in this scene. She's dodging bullets. She's doing fucking cartwheels all over the place. And it's a good thing she's wearing those fucking ill-fitted, loose, loose, loose pants. You need because, them if you're going to kick. Exactly. You get perfect knee bends and everything in mm. there. And so uh, her and Lori, ha- uh, Lori and Mel have uh, a nice showdown here. Right. I believe was Doug was fighting. handcuffed. Yeah, or he's something? handcuffed. Okay. So he's incapacitated. He's still yeah. rubbing his nuts, man. Yeah, he's, he's still selling kinda, it. Yeah. <clears throat> so they have a nice, they have a nice fight here, Lori and um, and uh, Melina. And uh, it just so happens that Lori actually gets the better of uh, Mel, and she's getting out a dagger to stab her in the throat. But Arnold has broken free. And he grabs a gun and shoots the knife out of her hand. And then Lori suddenly snaps and she goes into playing Doug's wife again. Right. She's like, babe, isn't this hot? Isn't this turning you on? Like, let's finish her off and go back to the room. This could be some good shit. Right, because she's playing into that. He thinks it's a dream, you know. Like She's wanting him well. to think it's a dream. Got very PKD right And here. she, while she's talking, she's going for that little uh, gun in the back, back of her pants. Yep. Fucking, this ain't, this ain't Quaid's first rodeo. Yeah. <laughs> so he's just, and like one shot to the head. Yeah. Another shot to the head. And he's like, consider that the force. Lori gets up, dusts off herself, and then she looks down and goes, your wife is a bitch. Great. And that's like the, woo, the audience goes, you know, yeah. wild for that line. <laughs> so, so again, Richter. Who was oh, down... Always one step behind. He's always one step behind. He was waiting downstairs uh, at the bar. He was just hanging out down there. He's always, like, waiting around the corner or something. And He's I always on a monitor somewhere. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> waiting to turn around. That's what it is. He's just waiting it's to like, turn around. He's, like, talking to Helm. Is it on yet? Is it on? Should I turn now? Now? Just waiting Go for now. his cue. Oh, my God. So he finds Lori dead, and we know this is his wife. Yeah, so he's, he's, like, broken. Well, he knows, like... I'm never getting a babe that hot ever again. So he's like, I want to murder everybody in sight. Yeah. That so, was the best I was ever going to get. Yes. So he is completely ready to just fuck all of Mars. <laughs> I will spray bullets across the windows, which we know are thin. <laughs> thin as my windows. Right. Single pane. Not even Single double pane. pane. Oh, my God. And You do uh, not want to have a kids playing baseball in that, in that fucking dome. No, you fucking don't. will break that window. So we got uh, Doug and uh, Mel... They're, like, escaped out this... They had a jump, and then they're, like, on the structure of the dome, and they're, like, climbing down. So they got the glass behind them. And, again, Rich is in a fucking fury right now. So he starts shooting at them with the windows behind them, and Helm has to stop him. He's like, fuck, you're going to kill us all. You're going to kill everybody on Mars. I don't care. Everybody in this dome, because we're in various domes. She's like, I don't give a shit. But he comes to, and they go down, and... We get a nice car chase that happens here. I don't remember. It was just a car chase. They yeah, shoot at each other. Yeah, well, it was kind of like uh, uh, Richter was shooting at him, and then he pulls out this goddamn sci-fi elephant gun, and it does nothing. It just, like, like might as well be having a pea shooter. It just, yeah. It shoots the sign off the taxi. Kit. I swear we see the same but window it, get shot out nine times. It does cut the brakes, apparently, because oh, Benny's brakes cut out. He goes, no brakes! <laughs> and they just crash into, like, a building in Venusville. Yeah. They I crash out. in the last resort, I think. Uh, I Maybe it was. It might have been. But I do know that they, they jump into last resort, and quickly they move one table aside, and there's a secret door, and so... Mel, Be- Benny, and uh, Doug, they all 
run in through the secret door, and then they close up. You know, they set up the table again to make it look like they were never there. And like we said, Richter's always one step behind. Yep. So he shows up as soon as they close that door. And everyone's acting cool like nothing just happened. And Richter comes in, three teats. What'd you call her? Triceratits. Triceratits. And she comes up there, and she's just like, oh, my God, you look like you need some tits. She could see the, the anguish on his <laughs> well, face. He's like, he yeah, just lost his wife. I, I My wife just died. But Fuck here's off. the thing. He's not into – she was A43. Oh, God. And he's more of the B40 type. That's the blonde version. He likes demure. He does not like sleazy. Yeah. And she's – Pretty damn sleazy. She, I, I don't, I don't know what to call her. She puts it all out there, and he's not into that. Literally. He likes to chase a little bit, right? So she just, she goes, hmm. Dick probably doesn't even work. Turns her back on him, nonchalantly just murders her. Richter just fucking kills her. <laughs> like, oh my god! That sets this little midget in a rage. Oh, uh, Thumbelina. He's like, attacks Helm for some reason, stabs him in the heart. Well, yeah. At this point, he's just like, who's talking? <laughs> Everyone's just like, well, well, we don't know anything. So he's just like, all right. And they've got, like, their army, the Mars army there. So he's just like, the Guardians, their Space Force. So they're like, all right, clear it out. And so they just start murdering people. So now we're in a ballroom blitz. we got everything happening. Thumbelina, like you said, goes after Helm, who's being, like, somebody's got him in a headlock. And she fucking stabs him. Right? A giant Rambo knife in the heart. Where was she keeping that thing? Up, She's up. a small woman. I Where was she know. keeping that thing? I, I don't even want to guess. Best part is, is the bartender goes, Thumbelina, come here. She jumps up on the bar. He tosses her the biggest fucking gun. <laughs> and then she goes straight Rambo on it. Shooting. She's killing her own people. She doesn't care. She doesn't even care. She's been waiting She loves three teats. There's a story behind those two. It's got to be. There's got to be. So Richter reads the room. Bullets. He's like doing braille, you know, feeling it. He's like, I gotta get the fuck out of here. He jumps out the window. <laughs> cool shot. Again, same windows that they use to uh, encase the dome. I think those are thicker. Last <laughs> resort. And he goes into his car because the Mars Army is like, Sir, Cohagen wants you. And sure enough, he gets in. <laughs> Cohagen does a turn <laughs> as we watch fucking Richter do the turn to him. <laughs> Oh, it's so beautiful. I love the turn shots, man. Um, and Cohagen tells him, pull out, get out of Sector G right yeah, now. We're shutting Sector G down. Yeah, and because Richter's like, we got them. They went into the last resort, and they didn't come out. And he's like, oh, good. We got them right where we want them. So just, yeah, just pull out. And apparently, even in this hidden tunnels that Richter's using, there's still, uh, like, uh, gates closing yeah. down. Yeah, I don't the know gate what, structure they, somehow goes down into these tunnels. <laughs> so it's like, wait, do they not know about the tunnels? Like, I thought I the army would know about these things. I don't know. I don't know why, how they know about the secret tunnels that the good guys have. I don't I, know. It's but whatever. All it means is our heroes get out of the Sector G, though. They escape. Yep. But And we join back uh, after Cohagen and Rick, Richter speak. We go back down there. They're, like, fumbling through, and it turns out they're in the Settler's first tomb. The first Settler's tomb. Right. So we got all these, like, Benny's bones like, and everything. Benny's like, hey, my grandpa's here somewhere. I'm going to look for him. Yeah, he goes and fucks off for a second here. And uh, they're just telling him, like, yeah, we're going to go meet Kawato. And they're wandering around, and then fucking a bunch of armed guards come forth and surround them. And Mel's like, hold on. He's with me. And then Benny steps out. They're like, what about this guy? Can we kill him? 
Profiling. Yeah, but Benny's like, no, no, guys, I'm with you. I'm a freak. Rips off, rips off, pulls <laughs> off his hand, and then Got a little. Got some f- weird praying mantis hand. Very cool. Very, Very gross. Cool. It, was, it was, yeah, it was sticky, and he was like, <laughs> how do you think I know about mutant fucking bud? And they're so like, cool. okay, you're one of us. You can come. So they go to uh, the headquarters of Kuatsu, and they're like, go into this room. Kuatsu will be in there shortly. Yeah, they they kind of explain, like, yeah, Kohag, he went into the mine. He found some shit, and uh, he seems to think you know something about it. So that's that, Kuatsu, that's why he wants you. So I hope whatever's in your head is good. Yeah, everybody, whatever, yeah, everybody wants what's in Doug's head. Yeah. Kohagen and Kuatsu. So we meet this guy that we saw earlier, and he's a normal guy. We're just like, is that Kuatu? I don't Yeah. And he's like, Kuatu will be in here shortly. Yeah, why don't you go ahead and have a seat? And if you don't like mutants, you better swallow now. Swallow your stomach now, because I got some shit I got to do. And then Kuatu, ever the performer, he's got, he can't just show up. He's like, okay, I'm going to turn my back to you. Turns his head for a second, because he got to do that. Yep. <laughs> Are you ready? One, two... Three! And he turns around, rips his shirt open, and we see this fucking mutant puppet on his stomach like a parasitic Siamese twin. <laughs> and I got it got me to thinking, Griff, like, Kuatu, Kuatu? Wait, you're saying that Q is short for Kuatu? Yes, that's exactly what I'm saying. I mean, that's the funniest thing about this, is now that, I, like... Trump lost the election and all that. First of all, he didn't lose the election. Oh, he didn't? No. But it got stolen from him. It got stolen from him. But it's got me wondering, like, who could this Q be? Because people thought it was Trump himself. Murray, I think I implanted this memory into you, or maybe you implanted the memory into me. I think we both implanted memories into each other. But there's something about that. We've been saying this. There's something about the way he stands. I always wondered about his posture. And there's something about the way... This man stands in the in total recall. Right. We always thought Trump just had fucked up posture because he's like his ass sticks out, <laughs> his chest sticks out. I don't know how he stands out falling over. It's because he has a parasitic twin, Kuatu, attached to his chest. He's not fat. He's not obese. Like his doctors say, he's not obese, Griff. He has a Kuatu on his gut. Oh, my God. He is the perfect weight. It's just Kuatu adds, Kuatu adds an extra 100 pounds to him. Right. Oh, my God. He's not eating all the Big Macs. Kuatu is. And that's sometimes why he'll be on the White House lawn just rambling around because he's got (laughs) that weight on him, He's got that. Oh, my God. Put your weight on it. Every once in a while, Kuatu takes over, and Kuatu can't. Can't see stuffed in behind that giant right. tie again. The oversized tie is to distract the eye. And when Trump takes credit for everything, he's really giving Kuatu the credit. That's oh, what he's doing. He's so he's not, actually being altruistic. So he's not a, a narcissist. Not he's, at all. He's the exact opposite. My fucking god! How? I'm just so happy we at least have thirty percent of the population gets this and knows this. I'm glad, we're idiots. We finally just clicked. We finally are. Well, for we've us. been drinking that damn Kool Aid for so long. Right. Oh, I mean, we're a bunch of fucking idiots. I thought Biden was going to save the world. No, he's going to destroy it. <laughs> Anyways, Kuatu is revealed, and he's this gnarly little fucking gremlin thing. He's awesome. <laughs> like, I'm here. He's got he's got little hairs, but it was like the guy's chest hair. Like yeah. it was the same, but yeah. it grew out really he's long. Kind of like Hasselhoff. Yeah, exactly. And he's like, I'm going to mind meld with you. Yes. Lean forward and put your head in my palms, and we're going to reveal. 
and sure enough, we zoom in on Kuatu's little blue eye and open your mind. Mm, open your it. mind. And where do open we go, Murray? Open your mind. Well, we go into this chamber that apparently is in the pyramid that was discovered oh. by Kohagen. And we see Kohagen and uh, Richter. Yeah. And Kohagen, they're like going over, sir, this is a machine. It, I could do anything. They could destroy the planet. We don't know. Yeah, we, we really just don't know what's going to do. So we can't, we can't fucking uh, start it up. It's, it's at least half a million years old. It might even be a million years old. Been hearing about that. We, we carbon dated it. It's we like at least a half a million. Yeah, it could melt down the entire planet. You know, it's, it's, we just don't know. Kohagen's like nobody will know about this. Keep it tight. Yeah. And uh, as we're leaving this beautiful scene, we just see this giant control button. It's not red, which no, it could have been red, but you see like an alien handprint in it. It's like it. a little dome with an alien handprint. And it, we just zoom out from there and. Oh man, it's so, it's gnarly. But you know, it's like I gotta hit that button. Someone's gotta go hit that fucking button. And um, yeah, as we're coming to fucking uh, g- giant underground mining machines start bursting down the walls, and Kwatu's uh, host, he's like knocked out. Apparently, the mind melding like saps off his energy. Well, yeah, Kwatu takes over, so that's why he's, oh, okay. he's out of it. Okay. So he's got to wake wake the guy back up, and you know they start bailing, and they grab Benny, they grab Mel, and they head down a tunnel. I forget who's directing them, but they end up getting down this tunnel, and, and they seal it off against Richter, and they think they're in the clear. Yeah, they're they're in an airlock at this point, and so they're Benny, gonna put on spacesuits. Benny out of nowhere just fucking destroys Kuatsu. Yeah, he. Uh, um, Doug is turning around to tell him, like, Benny, come on, get your spacesuit on, man. We gotta go, we gotta go. And he guns down Kwatu. So he falls over, and he was wearing, like, a trench coat at this point or something. Or no, he was just wearing that army jacket. Right. And so that covers Kwatu's face. <sighs> and through all of this, Richter, you know, has opened the, that side of the airlock yeah, again. He did good, Benny. So he's like, yeah, fuck yeah, man. And Arnold's like, how could you do this? You're, you're, you're... And he's like, my four kids? It's like, you have five kids. He's like, guess I blew my cover. He's like, I can't even keep this shit straight. <laughs> I can't even. I should be working for Golden Globe Steve. <laughs> <laughs> and he high fives uh, Richter, and they're just laughing it up. We're going to oh, kill you, mom. And then, and then uh, Richter, for good measure, he sees Kawatu. Boom! Boom! Shoots him in that. No, this is like the tenth headshot in this movie. They are very keen on their headshots, but right. before he does get his headshot in, Kawachu does whisper to Arnold, who hears him and leans over. Start the reactor, and then he gets shot in the head. Good shot, like you said, great shot. So we got Doug captured. He's brought up back to to Kohagen. Gobbin, gobbin. So they're just like in that room we saw him chew out uh, Richter his in. His office. Yeah, yeah his the, office. He's got the goldfish yep. and everything. I don't know why we needed that scene where he feeds goldfish. I don't know. But it's just kind of cool. Needed- it's just like in Hard Target. It's like villains have goldfish. They have fish tanks. They like fish. It calms it's the them. side of a sick mind. It allows them to do all the evil shit they do. Is that it? Yeah, that might be it. And fucking uh, Kohagen reveals the plan. He's like, buddy, buddy, old pal. You're in on it. You're my friend. Yeah, you've been working for me. We're best buds. You know this for if you search your feelings, you know it to be true. I think that's Star Wars. 
<laughs> and he's like, you're an asshole. I don't believe you. Oh, my God. And he's like, no, because the mutants, they can, they can figure out. They got psychic power. So I yeah. had to fucking implant yeah. you with these fucking. Exactly. We couldn't just send you in there like knowing us and everything because the psychics would have picked that up. They, they smell G-men like us. He's like, everything you've been experiencing from the beginning was my plan. Yeah. And like every so everything in the movie was went according to plan until now. Yeah. And he's like, look, even Hauser, you know, Hauser, you. He's like, uh, I got I got I got a surprise for you. He's like, "Oh, you have my mother here?" He's like, "No. It's- I got a bad motherfucker here for you." And uh yeah, they we turn over to the screen and we see Hauser, he's talking directly to Doug now, and he's just telling him it's true. If you're listening to me now, you just did the job. You killed Quato. You saved Mars. You are a secret agent. And then it slowly, uh, the camera uh, on Hauser, it used to just be his, his face. Yeah. Now it's zooming out. You're seeing his whole body, but there's an arm over his shoulder. And we zoom out and enough. You see it's a profile. Yeah. And then, it slowly turns. Slow, Kohagen turns. Just for that dramatic tension, you know? And he's like, so we get that nice shot of the TV of them together, and they're watching it together. So we see the best of friends on the TV, worst of enemies in real life. Yeah. Nice shot. And he's just like, Hauser's like, I want my body back, buddy. So you're going. You're yeah. gone. You need to go sit down and chill out. He got, he's got to get. Hauser, want, Hauser wants back in. I don't know. I guess they're going to implant. Hauser's memories back in there. It's maybe like a clean hard drive, reinstalling they're Windows. They're going to do a core dump. Yeah, they're going to... God damn it, Murray. <laughs> we were just joking about how bad we are about remembering, and then you drop core dump on yeah, us. That, that's that's some fucking high-level shit right there. The mythology of Golden Globes Theater goes on. You're going to get a gold medal for that one, sir. So they take him back. To, it looks like the same room that he yeah. got the... Well, these machines, uh, just like ventilators and everything, we got so many of them. So Well, thanks to Trump. Thanks to Trump, yes. So Kohagen, uh, thanks to Kiwatu. So uh, Kohagen has, has his own. He's got a few. Maybe he just likes to go in and plant a couple memories, you know, have a good uh, time. Kohagen's like, I can't wait to hang one of my buddy Hauser. He's an asshole! <laughs> and they're, like, they're like struggling to get him in. He's like, you know what? You know what, Doug? Like, I like you so much. I'm going to let you have that whore. We're going to wipe her mind. Yeah. And you can bang her all you yeah, want. Yeah, they're like, we're going to give you Hauser back. Uh, we're going we're gonna to retire you. You're going to have a Ferrari, a mansion. Uh, Mar-a-Lago will be yours. Like, you're going to be living the high. And then he sees the two of them making googly eyes. So he's like, you two will be married. We're going to set that up for you. That's exactly how Trump and Melania's relationship started. <laughs> And <laughs> I could see, I could see that being true for Melania. Yeah, sometimes they, you can see her struggling her. with the, the implants. Yeah, because she probably went to told uh, Recall Incorporations, and she probably would try to get an implant, and the, it fucked her. She had a schizoid embolism too. Oh all, my god! I totally get you, people, now because when you think about it, all falls into place. It's it falling really into does. Place for it really us. does. So after all this beautiful, you know, speech and everything, they're like, "We got a party to catch," and Richter is just like. Wait, he's not going to remember anything, right? I mean, Richter knows the score. He just <laughs> wants to, you know, really show up for uh, Doug here. They're like, no, of course not. And he goes over to fucking uh, Doug, and he lays a fat one right across his chin. He jaw jacks him real good. That one is a punch. That the fat yeah. one earlier was a kid. Yes, yes, that's a good. Murray, your callbacks hey, today. Man, hey. I'm taking my ginkgo biloba. 
So the bad guys, they got a party to attend. Right. They're like, they're, we, we, you know, bad guys, they, they can't stay for the you bad know. moons on the rise. They got to go watch it. They don't want to lose uh, their, you know, all the heavenly glory for their finger. Right. You know, they want they want to see the implant happen. They want to go catch that glory. So they leave the hero alone with the nerds. And uh, the nerds have started started up the uh, the implant machines, and they're struggling. And only if you struggle does it hurt. If you just lay calm, it does. it's fine. But they're struggling, and so it's it's hurting the shit out of them. But Arnold, he's, he's fucking pumping up. He's hawking up, if you yes. will. And so he's trying to get the crowd into it. He's slapping at the table. And he rips out one of the arm guards, and I love this. There is a nine-inch bolt hanging off the thing. Right. Well, attached to it, right. not hanging off of it. And he uses that to jam in the guy's neck. Right. Brutal. Fucking awesome. Loved it. And so all these guys come at him, but he's, like, swiping them away because he's fucking Arnold. He's stabbing people left. He stabs a guy through the head with some kind of apparatus. Some guy brought, like, it looked like a fire poker. And I, thought it looked like, I thought it was a golf club. It was weird. <laughs> I, yeah, it was such a weird object. But he does an overhead swing at Arnold. Arnold just takes it on the forearm. I go, oh, he's got a huge forearm, so why not? Right. Takes it from the guy and yeah, jams it through him. Then pulls it out and blocks an axe attack with it. Pulls his other arm out and fucking stabs that guy in the face before uh, freeing up Molina. And, uh, yeah, I don't even remember. Where, where do they go from there? Well, do they we just run off. Them? No, yeah. they run off. And at this point, even though it's killing fucking Kohagen and Hauser, maybe they were lovers. I don't know, because he has a strong bond with Hauser. But now he's just like, Richter, I've tried everything. Kill him. Eliminate him. Oh, that's right, because they're watching it from Kohag's office right. again. And so, yeah, they're seeing that. The red alert's going off. And go ahead. Kill him. And you know Richter, he's licking his Shit-eating lips. Grin. Oh he's yeah, like, yeah, me likey. About goddamn time as he cocks his gun because of course he does, right. and he just it, that fucking leather jacket just swoops over like Darth Vader when he's entering a scene. Oh, it's oh, well, there was a nice scene when they were in the room, uh, the recall room, where they got a call. They're like, sir, there's a call for you. And then Kohag uh, is like, yeah, what do you want? Yeah, they're about to die in Sector 8. They got about 10% oxygen. Fuck them. <laughs> Hung hangs up on it. I love the way he's talking in the phone. He was like, he was like, like it was annoying people on their cell phone where they hold the yeah. cell phone away from their face. Like, fuck them. Oh, man. The people in the store walking around uh, on speakerphone. Yeah. Uh, I, I love that. But now, this was a 1980s phone. It was like a they, predi- they predicted these assholes today. They did it. Yeah. I love when people are at the store. With their mask on, and there's like, well, I'm on the phone, so I can take my mask off. No big deal. Yeah, it does. Just take it off. It stops it. Saw someone yesterday who, who just had the chin strap on, some crazy lady. Oh, uh, it's so it, annoying. All right. So, yeah, now we got Richter on the loose now. He's he's ready to kill. But we're going to go down to Tony. Se- oh, yeah, that was. We get cutbacks to Sector 8 where we're seeing people just like almost yeah. passed out, the, the midgets. Like, yeah. Dumbelina. She, she, she needs half the oxygen, a normal person, and yeah. she's having a rough time. She's having a hard Yeah. But Doug and Mel, they're, they're back in tunnels somehow. They made it down into mm-hmm. the tunnels, and they're, they're just running down this tunnel. Because well, he, no, he knows, like, his, his recall is coming back, so he knows where to go. Oh, he's got a, the whole for, map of. Ah, yeah. Yeah. And then, but then he, he comes to a dead end. He's like, no, this, this should be open. What? Oh. What's going on? And it's it's in that moment where they're trying to figure things out where fucking another mechanic, uh, the tunnel machine comes through 
And just because uh, we can't recognize this character five minutes later, he goes, it's me, Benny. <laughs> it's Benny, guys. Remember me from earlier in the movie? I drove him around, then I turned on I'm him. I'm going to kill you, motherfuckers. <laughs> and he's like, Fuck. and then uh, Doug has the wherewithal to grab like a space jackhammer. Well, this is just his, this is Doug now. We're seeing, right. we know Hauser. Thank God he had the Doug implant. He knows how to operate one of these. Yeah, machines. exactly. And he knows how to lift it up. Those things are heavy as shit. He just, yeah. well, well, he's Arnold now. He's got 24-inch pythons. Oh, boy. What, what have you been feeding that bulge? <laughs> Blondes. <laughs> and steroids. And so <laughs> he, like, so they kind of, they, they're like little spaces in between the drill bits. And so he just starts Shooting at a hoe. This very well. I guess. There, yeah, I guess you hundred, wouldn't. I guess you a, wouldn't expect someone to attack your drilling machine. So well, you would leave even, vital areas. He can't even like uh, Benny's field of vision is cut down. He can yeah. see in front of him, and that's it. So Hauser or Doug manages to get to the side where he's got an accessible uh, well, hydraulic all, well, tube. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. Okay. So he starts drilling through the tube, and Benny's like, what do you think you're doing? I'm going to kill you. And we see, like, he, like Hauser gets cut in the arm by, by one of the rotators, and um, Mel is pinned against a wall, and she's getting a little chewed up on her arm. And it, right. it, You don't see it in a minute, but it's happening. And so he manages to stop it by cutting that hydraulic uh, the pump line. Well, he does, and Benny does break down. There's, like, a, or like two-inch thick wall, apparently, that that we was the dead end. He breaks yep. that. Yes. And then, yeah, he pulls back. He's like, what are you doing, motherfucker? And then, then Doug goes up to the side where he sees where it says, like, you know, whatever, cockpit or whatever. Yeah. And he just starts going through that. He's like, screw you, Benny! Just like that opening song we did. Very good, very and good. And he's like, where are you at? I can't see you. And then, ah! And he gets drilled. So good. So, yeah, we got a very convenient opening, and it's, like, right at the walkway and All Schwarzenegger everything. had to do was punch that wall, and it would have collapsed. It was, yeah. like, literally. He could have blew on it. it he could have, let Ma- he could have <laughs> like, pushed Mel against the wall to make was, out with it her. It was thicker than the glass in the dome. <laughs> yes. So. It, it was the old Roadrunner chick where it's just painted over, and actually it doesn't exist at all. You just got to believe. Yeah, it's got to believe. So, yeah, very com- convenient opening, and, of course, it goes straight to the Turbinian reactor, and uh, this is where he starts kind of explaining because right. again like the memory the junk. Even the director was like, "This is nonsense." Yeah, this is oh, yeah. junk science. So apparently, the core of Mars is a glacier. Yes, and they have these reactors that if they they stick them like they're like big giant metal rod reactors, and they, nuclear reactors, and they heat them up super hot, and they, stick them in the glacier, <laughs> in the glacier, and that's going to cause. Steam and and it's to create an atmosphere. Atmosphere. Okay. Here's the thing. Okay. I'm assuming the glacier is made out of water. Correct. That's the that's that's yeah. H2O. Yes. We breathe mostly nitrogen and oxygen. Yeah. So this would do absolutely fuck all. <laughs> it would make it steamy. It would make it steamy. It would for turn a while. Into, it would turn into Penitentiary Three. <laughs> what? <laughs> so like yeah, it's it's it's. Well, I even checked. I called my man Neil deGrasse Tyson. I was like, does this this, this, this you called Neil because yeah. I called my Neil. Neil Breen, oh, and he okay. said this is exactly how it works. Oh, no, Degrassi, he's six, I call him Degrassi. Yeah. He's like, no, this is bullshit. Yeah. This wouldn't happen. So I'm going to go ahead and say it. We should have had Breen and Gra- Degrassi on because yeah. they, they could have duked it out. We'll do that for a tippy-tap. We'll have Neil uh, Breen and Neil Degrassi on to argue the signs of this movie. But all I know is this is very familiar to Highlander 2 for me okay. because, again – 
life-saving thing being hoarded by a corporation. This is just like how Nestle's trying That's to get... very similar to life, Griff. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I was just going to say, so. they're trying to open up a stock investment option for water. That's going to be a commodity you can invest yeah, in. Yeah, I can't wait for wars on water. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. I guess it'll. Be well, they're stealing all our fucking water. Yeah, they absolutely are because it's like. Yeah. And then fucking people in Flint are drinking piss water. Yes, everybody. People in Flint are still drinking bottled water. Oh. But it's. Yeah, I love how they did a commercial where they were like bragging how they're donating our fucking water from Lake Huron to the people in Flint. Like, we're supposed to be like, thank you, Nestle. Uh, yeah. Fuck you, Nestle. Yeah, it's it's the silliest virtue virtue signaling. Like, do all the wrong things, but make a commercial patting yourself on the back. It's like it's like Kroger and all the grocery stores. I'm sorry when the pandemic hit, and they're like, these are the heroes. What happened to heroes? Nothing because they. Oh, I hate everybody. I hate I hate it. People suck, but this movie doesn't. Yeah. So. Uh, once we always point out, Richard's always one step behind. So he finally shows up to the reactor area. Of course, surrounds him. It's just there's like these huge columns everywhere. They, everyone can hide behind. Yeah, and they got our boy uh, Quaid uh, pinned down. They They're got him trapped. Well, he was just standing in the middle of the columns like an idiot. Like you should make yourself scarce here. You know. There's and, one of you against an army, and they just open fire on Quaid like from all sides. Oh yeah, they surround him completely, and he's like. <laughs> Because he's like, they're like, fuck, we just put five million bullets into this And they guy. counted like a Highlander. It was, no, it was, like, it was like hard target. It was like, yeah. they, they, they had those kind of guns. Yeah. Like 100 bullets for a clip. And it's like, it turns out, guys, remember earlier that hologram watch? Yeah. Okay. There's, we, we pointed out they're surrounded. Yes. So they're shooting at each other. They should yeah, They, they should have killed all of them, each other. But no, it, uh, for some reason, it's a hard hologram, I guess. Yeah. It absorbs bullets. So Arnold just uh By the way, why does everybody in movies, like every bad, it's always a bad guy, they have the fucking bulletproof vests that never work. What's the point of wearing the bulletproof vest? I was just going to ask, but again, we don't know what gun he has, so maybe it has some crazy <laughs> armor-piercing rounds, which why know. would their armor not be equipped for their own weapons? You think it would be? That might know. explain why Murray. They shot each other in the bulletproof vest, but now the bulletproof vests are compromised. That was the trick of the hologram. All their armors are compromised. So when Arnold peers around the corner here and takes out, there was probably twenty guys here. Takes out about fifteen of them. It's because their armor was compromised. Okay, sure. We're gonna have to go with it because Arnold just pops up and goes, "Here I am," and shoots. At them, and like I said, right. it kills 15 of them. Yeah, they do it. It's like nonstop cat and mouse. He's like, This is fun. He gives it to Melina. She does her thing. Yeah. You think this is the real quid? He does it twice where he walks out, except this time it's really him. Right. And he laughs. Murray, you, you had to love this because we've been seeing it on the telecommunicators for the longest time. He walks out. The guys are to his right. But he looks straight ahead, and he goes, ha, 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 you think this is the real Quaid? And then he turns to them and goes, it is, and shoots. <laughs> I, I love that, that he actually nice turned, just like the telecommunicator. But, yeah. The, yeah, he gives it to There had to be a, a turn coordinator in this movie. There had to be. Like, make sure everyone does it. <laughs> Oh so God. then I think Rick, who runs to the elevator? Duh. I think Richter pinned him down or something. 
Richter uh, tries to make a getaway. He, okay, he, runs, he makes a he runs, I thought Doug made the getaway, but it's, it's Richter. Richter's trying to make okay. the getaway. He runs to the elevator. He hits it. It starts going up slowly, but fucking Doug, he's got a head of steam going here, and he jumps up and manages to jump on the elevator. And so they start duking it out. Yeah. But hey, Come on. I mean, as much as we love Ironside, he's not going to last oh, in a fight with Schwarzenegger because he God, gets pummeled. No. Yeah. And then he gets thrown off, but he, he grabs the edge of the, the he, elevator because he gra- it's an open elevator. He grabs hold of Arnold. Right. And so he's got a hold on Arnold's wrists and everything. And he's like, you're coming with me, and, motherfucker. Yeah. They're, he's like, I'm going to drag you down to fucking hell with me. And then Arnold looks up and sees that the elevator is about to go into a structural tube. You know, concrete. So he's like, no, you're not. And, uh, yeah, he pulls back, just holds his hands. <laughs> right. And then Ironside's arms get ripped off, like, from, from his uh, from his elbow. Right. He gets disarmed. And, and then he goes, which he, that should have been the line. Yeah. But he's like, see you at the party. See you at the party. And that was kind of limp dick. <laughs> and so, so, yeah, we fucking, uh, now that he gets arms ripped off, he falls, like, 100 feet and splatters. Yes. So, Doug and Molina, they finally get to that little reactor. Well, Molina's not there. She's not there? Nope. They get to the reactor thing that's a little dome with a handprint on it. Yeah. And he knows he's got to put his hand there. I don't know why a human hand would activate it. Apparently, any hand. Yeah. I, I, I don't know why they put the, sh- the handprint on there if it wasn't like you need to be an alien. Because I was like, wait, does that match Kwatu's hand? Maybe. It's too small. Yeah. Anyways. And he's just about to push it. And then Coagin shows up out of nowhere. Yeah. And again, we've already talked about the mind fuckery. Again, PKD inspired. So there's a lot of, are you dreaming? Are you not dreaming? Christopher Nolan completely ripped this off. Well, Coagin's like, no! He's like, you're going to destroy Mars. All that turbanium's going to go to waste. Yeah. He's always thinking about his fucking profits, man. Right, right. He's trying to be just like, no, trickle-down economics works. You got you, if you if you just give it to them, they're not going to work for it. You got to have these people working for it. And it's almost working on Doug. Yeah, yeah, he is dumbfounded <laughs> by this a lot. Like, I don't know, maybe he's really trying to process it. He's like, none of this makes sense to me. <laughs> this is the dumbest logic and I've ever. Thankfully, heard. Mel Breaks him out of it by shooting Kohagen. Yeah, she met, see she she wasn't going up the elevator, so she had to wait for it to come back down, right. giving Kohagen enough time to just like fill uh, poor old Doug's head with all these dumb ideas. Ugh, poor old Doug. But yeah, so um, so okay. Kohagen apparently had like a bomb on him. Yeah, she had a bomb and a detonator. So. That wouldn't, like, fuck up Mars, like, blowing up this thing, but apparently touching it, it would. Yeah, apparently it wasn't enough of a big a big enough explosion, <laughs> but it blows a hole in a wall that happens to be um, an outer It doesn't wall. blow a hole. There is, it's, like an, it's like an air shaft. Okay, it was an Doug air shaft. And Doug throws it okay. after he gets shot because he was going to threaten to blow up the place until Melina uh, shot him. Okay. And so, uh, can we just point out, like, Kohagen, he's, like, Seven-year-old man yeah, shot old. multiple times, yet he still has the strength to hold. Because once again, even the air shaft had just like a little thin strip of glass sealing it off. Yep. This explosion <laughs> blew it up, so now they're being sucked like in a vacuum out. They're hanging on. Uh, it was nice that they put rails around the little like. They were thinking. Yeah, they, they were thinking. thinking. Safety you know, first. You got to have rails. OSHA came to Mars millions of years ago. Yeah. They well, only, well, at, at least half a million. Five hundred yeah, million. At least half yeah. a million. Yeah. And so they're all, like, getting sucked out or getting pulled on. Yes. And I think Kohagen gets sucked out first. He does. 
And we get the nice fucking practical special effects where his eyes are fucking shooting out of his head, his tongue's... Spraying. Yeah, we see him on Mar- Mars' surface right. with all that shit happening to him. And then fucking Doug is like... And he puts his hand and it fits perfectly. Yep, of course. It does. Like a glove. Like a glove. And then all of a sudden, fucking the machines start working. That's pretty good, like... Uh, uh, craftsmanship, like half a million years, still works. And yeah, dwarves from it's Lord very, of the Rings must have put it. It's together. a very simple design, but it's just a giant. Yeah. It's just giant nuclear rods, rods yeah. that sink into a glacier, and then steam is everywhere. Midnight thuds lurking in the background. <laughs> you just hear chomping on oranges. <laughs> and, oh god! And that distracts our hero, so they get sucked into the tube and go yeah. out to the surface of Mars too. And they're out there. <laughs> I don't know. I think you'd last maybe a few seconds. I don't. I don't know. I, I've never chest, ch- tested my metal on uh, a vacuum of space. How long I could last? I don't think you could struggle for like two minutes like no, they do. No. But they're. <laughs> we're, we're just seeing domes exploding, air rushing Steam in, atmos- everywhere. Yeah, atmosphere changing slowly. We cut back to them. No, the not changing slowly at all. We get a full blown atmosphere in a minute. Yeah. A breathable Earth-like atmosphere in a minute, and so the sun sun happens to come out. Mars is no longer red. It looks like they're in the Grand Canyon now because you still have all that rocky terrain and giant mining, you know, uh, expeditions and all that. And uh, yeah, Quaid and and uh, Melina get up and they go to a nice cliffside. They're fine now. <laughs> Not, no worse for wear at all. No. You think you'd still, even if you'd survive, you'd be fucked yeah. up by it. You'd like, be like their eyes would still be bulging. Well, you would at least be in pain. Horrible pain. You wouldn't just be like, hey, that was fucking weird, wasn't it? Yeah. And uh, yeah, they're standing over, looking at the sun. People in sector sector eight are like coming to yeah, sector G. Murray. Sector G. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> the only sector we care about in this movie. <laughs> yeah, and uh, yeah, just to close it off, they're staring off, and he's just like. It's uh, it's like a dream, and uh, she tells him, "Come here and kiss me." But what if it is a dream? Again, this this is some- according to Paul Verhoeven, it is a dream, and he at the end he gets lobotomized. I like it. I like that ending because he said it fades to white, not black. Good call. And okay, that's, that's what it symbolizes. Interesting, because after I watched it the second time, I was like, "Wait a minute!" I because I didn't notice that Molina was a forty-one. So I was like, wait, everything is just fitting together too well. And I like it because it's an action well, movie. And Vero points out when he's talking to uh, McLean at Recall, he explains the entire plot of the movie in that thing. He does. Yeah, doesn't he? So he's like, yeah, he's like, you know, you've never seen this in a movie. Someone explains the entire movie at the beginning of the movie and it all happens. Yeah. It's oh, I love it. I, I really I fucking I love this movie. This is like my favorite. Favorite kind of sci-fi where it's just like not super, like we were talking earlier, super sleek. It's just gnarly and uh, industrial, full of rich assholes who try to hoard wealth. Oh, I love it. So, Merry Christmas, everybody. We had to give you a special one for Christmas. It doesn't get more special. And if you, I mean, if you haven't enjoyed this, I mean, you already did, I know, but... Make sure to go back and listen to the Tippy Tap. Did a beautiful Tippy Tap. Couple episodes, uh... Of uh, happy days there. Made me feel proud to be an American, those episodes. Oh, my God. Happy Days is just a wonderful show. It was. It was. I enjoyed myself. I hadn't seen that show in decades, and I was like, I, I was like, you know what? This shit's corny, but it holds up. I, I enjoyed it. It's fantastic. So listen to that. Listen to that. After you listen to this. <laughs> Speaking of listening, 
next week. We've done sci-fi. We've done fantasy. We've done sci-fi. We have to do fantasy again. Yep. Got to go back to fantasy. And we're going to do I, You know what? We don't get a lot of you or listens to these, but I don't care because I love Italian schlock. So we're going to do a little movie called Conquest, mainly because it's 90 minutes. Oh, we've been doing so many two hours, we're going 90. And I, I haven't seen it in a while, but I'm, I'm guessing it's a pretty simple plot. I'm guessing, It's, it's yeah. Italian schlock. From the man himself, Lucio Fulci, who's known... If you've ever seen Zombie, the movie where a zombie fights a shark, <laughs> a real-life shark, that's Lucio Aww. Fulci. So you know there's going to be gore, you know nothing's going to make sense, and it's all going to look cheap as fuck. Like it. So we'll see you next week. Or for conquest and have Merry Christmas and keep it warm.